Yep, bringing it back. People really don't understand today what this movement was. We'll, we'll let rock for a little bit. Hold on. I slang in my white tea, I bang in my white tea. All in the club, spin game in my white tea. I bling in my white tea, so the fiends in my white tea. Fuck up, throw back, I look clean in my white tea. I slang in my white tea, I bang in Okay, my I don't white like this version because this is like the studio the album version. Is it? I thought it was the rough version. Nah, it's, this sound. Nah, it, it sounds like they re-recorded the song because the original song sounded different than this. Yeah, I, it sounded more raw. I don't know. This, yeah, I think this the original rough one because the, really the clean one was uh, forget a throwback. I look. Oh yeah, it sounds yeah, mixed yeah, down yeah, and yeah. shit. Yeah, mm-hmm. you're right. You're right. But uh, bumped in with some uh, franchise boys, dim franchise boys, because uh, a buddy of the fran- dim franchise boys passed away. This is one of those eras that's going to be hard to explain to young people who didn't live through it. Yeah, yeah. I lived through it and I don't know who Buddy is. I don't know. I don't know any of their names. I don't think. I didn't either, no. to be honest. But no, still. I remember Buddy because I'm like, damn, what type of nigga named Buddy? Like a, a, a rapper named Buddy? Yeah. But, He's the one yeah. who said, they call me Dr. Doc. I prescribe what a nigga need. On uh, lean with it, rock with it. I remember that line. Yeah. <laughs> so. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I was kind of shocked when I seen uh, he died. Yeah. And I'm like, oh yeah, I, can't. I, I was kind of like, oh shit. <laughs> yeah. R.I.P. Man. R.I.P. Yeah. That was definitely a movement. Everybody had they. Did you have white tea? I didn't. Nah, you, I didn't. <laughs> I mean, at that point. I don't know what the fuck I was rocking. I had no fashion sense. I was I was definitely rocking. I wasn't <laughs> rocking the white tee because of them, though. Yeah. But during that time, it was like the white tee era. Yeah. yeah. And then they came out with the white tee song. And at that time, we was like, man, what the fuck is this? This yeah. shit's stupid. But if you listen to it now, it was, it was kind of getting busy compared to like the mumble rap. Yes. Mm-hmm. I, I kind of hate the fact that I, I miss the days when... The popular fashion was shit regular niggas could afford. <laughs> yeah. You had regular Nietzsche, yes. which you could get a shirt for like $30. Rockerwear. That was yes. the most expensive one. And you'd, Sean John. Yeah, mm-hmm. you'd get jeans. Fat farm. And, and, and that shit, them jeans was like $80. Yes. And that was a lot then. We was like, oh shit. Yes. Bro. So, But now, now man. Some Yves Saint Laurent shit is fucking ridiculous. Yeah, it's impossible yeah. to wear that shit now, man. <laughs> Well, at least everything, mm-hmm. yeah. forget it, man. Well, at least all the other shit back in the day was like, you know, you had FUBU or shit that was somewhat owned by black people. Yeah, you know what I mean, or they affordable. Yeah. Well, now the YTs are coming back and they're airbrushing them again. So really, are they? Yeah, no, absolutely. Mm. Mm. I bet they overcharging. One thing they I probably hated, are. <laughs> yes, man. I hated about the YT era too. When they started popping off, they sold YTs at Foot Locker. And a finish line, but they upcharged the hell out of them. They were like 30 bucks. Yes. Yeah, Yeah. I remember that. Now, to be fair, there were some good white tees, though. They were. But But still. Not $30 for a damn white shirt, man. That was insane. My, yeah, they were my upcharging the most. God brothers and different people used to want to go there specific just because. Just for the white tees. Mm-hmm. Yep. But no, we're going yep. to Walmart and pick up that pack of Hanes and just keep it moving. Yeah. You, you know the one thing I want to get from back in that era. I know this. Uh, I know they was around back in the nineties, but the Jabot jeans. Yeah. Oh yeah. I want some Jabot jeans so bad, okay. man. Because um, I seen somebody. This was in Cleveland, but. Um, 
somebody had a pair of uh, Jabot jeans and they got them tailored. Mm-hmm. So they was like, they weren't skinny jeans, but they was like real slim. Yeah. And they look hard, man. Like, I don't be surprised if they make a comeback, man. <laughs> they might, man. It, yeah. I wouldn't be surprised if they make a comeback, but it's hard trying to find some Jabot jeans. You got to go on eBay. Yeah. And, and buy them from somebody. The skinny jean era was like the end of the uh, affordable fashion. I yeah. remember Wiz Khalifa used to shout out the 501s. Oh, yeah. But then they hiked those prices up, oh, too, after man. that. So after that. They and used to be yeah. like $30. Yeah. Man, they, you could buy one, they get doubled one those, man. <laughs> yeah, now they like $80. Yeah, they ridiculous. crazy. Yeah, he stopped wearing skinny jeans, too, and made a statement about it. So, yeah. Interesting. They can start taking steroids. And, <laughs> right. He don't fit in them shits no more. Yeah, been doing he just came out of nowhere all buff. Yeah. Yeah. He does jiu-jitsu. What is it? Yeah. Uh, jiu-jitsu. jiu-jitsu. He's been doing like some MMA training and shit. So, yeah, he got hands now. I guess he, I don't know. What yeah. the fuck. I don't know why. Because uh, I saw Kendrick Lamar, sidebar, by the way. We're going to introduce the podcast in a minute. Yeah. <laughs> but sidebar, by the way, I saw Kendrick Lamar been in the gym boxing, doing training. What the fuck are rappers doing? Yeah. <laughs> that was common. Schoolboy Q, too? Yeah, that was common, though. That was common for people to do, uh, rappers to do that shit. Bow Wow was doing that. Remember? Really? He was getting trained by, like, Floyd Mayweather. Come on, man. It's just like, I don't know. I don't Come know if on, it's man. a thing where they try to be tough and, you know, I guess a lot of people call them soul, so they try to, you know, get boxing lessons. But by. Kendrick and Wiz, were those ever saying. rappers we thought were soft? I don't know. I know. I don't for like, know the reason. Like Schoolboy Q, at least, like he does it for his mental health. Yeah. Like, and just it makes him feel like. I mean, working out does make you feel good. I but think he I, was trying to get in shape too, because he got yeah, kind of chubby. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. I think. I think it's a. I think that's probably the best way to get in shape, honestly, because probably. it's not like jumping on a treadmill, eating right is hard. Yeah. Like that, and it's a little intimidating. But if you boxing, you it's just you kind of getting the workout too, but. I, I kind of see why people might think it's a little corny. I just yeah. hate the Instagram posts like, ooh, Kendrick got hands now. Yeah. Like, dog, he at the, if he just started boxing, he's at the very beginning of learning how to do it. So, yeah. but yeah. It's not like they're going to take it serious. Exactly. Like, they training for a match or something. Wiz Khalifa be training like he's about to enter the MMA. So, I don't know what the fuck going on there. But <laughs> he ain't about, to, yeah, he ain't about to do that, man. So, anyway, all that aside, <laughs> let us finally introduce the podcast and get into all the shit we're going to talk about today. The Jim's Juice Podcast. Fuck it. We're going to skip in introductions, man. I don't feel like doing it. They know who we are, man. Yeah. We've we we been are. doing the same yes. shit. It's been a long week. Yes. <laughs> it felt like forever. Yeah. <laughs> it, felt like- it felt like it was eight days this week. We yeah. say the same shit, man. I know, man. Uh, We're going to move past yeah. the introductions. If you don't know, you don't know. If you yeah. do know, then you know. But I'm Ryan Rocket, joined by the lovely, for a time at least, uh, Jasmine. Not that you're only lovely for a time. I mean, you might, might be I leaving a little bit, but you get what I mean. Yeah. Yeah. Jasmine, <laughs> and as well as the hardest working man in radio today, Figgy Fig himself. Yeah, Not only in radio, too. I got another oh, job. Oh, yeah. So you, got, you don't work. Barista. You don't get in the Jamaican thing going. So, <laughs> yeah. yeah. Got the, yeah. Got the, uh, uh, start. Got the plug. Starbucks plug yeah <laughs> and you know what uh we was talking a little earlier and um how you know it's a little challenging trying to learn the cash register because i never worked the cash register before mm-hmm. but i think the i think i could get that down pat but the hardest part is trying to listen to what people order yes because i i guess i realize it now but people go up to the counter 
And be like, can I get a, um, let me get a double shot of it. <laughs> <laughs> really like, I'll be sitting there like, huh? Now, have you <laughs> fucked up somebody's name yet on the cup? I, and see, this is what I was about to get to. The most challenging part is when, uh, you know, I love all races and all that stuff, mm-hmm. but when you get the um, the Indians coming in. Oh, damn. And they, and they had the heavy accents, and I'm already trying to figure out what they saying. And then I'm like, oh, what's the name for the order? And, and somebody gave me a name. I, I don't even want to butcher it or nothing like that, mm-hmm. but I had to have him spell it out. And then he was, like I said, he had a strong accent. So mm-hmm. I'm like, V? He know, you know, E. <laughs> to the point he started writing it yeah. like with his finger on the counter. Uh, so I'm you like, should have oh, gave him R. the cups and gave him the cup and the Sharpie. Like, no, why don't you write they don't, it? They don't use the Sharpie for the cups. A word. It, because we just put it in the um, system and oh, it, okay. it print out. Mm. And then they they put it on the cup. Oh, okay. So somewhat like a receipt. Okay. But yeah, that's man, that's the tricky part. Like it'd be cool for a minute, but then you get, you know, you get an Indian yeah. to come in and it's kinda like, oh shit. And then sometimes they don't know what they want. Or sometimes they try to explain what they want. Right. And I'm like, I don't know what that is. Somebody show <laughs> Yeah, somebody showed me a picture from Snapchat man. one time. Like, do you have this? <laughs> Like the fuck, get I'll, the fuck out of here! I'm like, do you I'll, have I'll, this? I let that, I let that, my man, like Larry, <laughs> I'm like, what's this? How do you go to a Starbucks and not know what you want? Easily, they only sell so much. Often. Really? Well, because if you go, think about it. Like when you go, the menu is very broad. Like they only have certain things on the menu. But like if you talk to a coworker, they'll be like, yeah, I had a pumpkin spice, da 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 and you're looking at the regular menu, like, I don't see any of that yeah, on there. Yeah, Starbucks don't like, have a menu. You yeah. gotta kind of know yeah. what you want, or like, yeah. Yeah. I don't know. It's, it's, for it's weird. It's white people. I, I will say, though, um, working there, I kind of start judging people based on what they get. Like, sometimes you see people walk in, mm-hmm. I wonder what they gonna get. If they get something more... A pussy drink. <laughs> <laughs> Can I get the? Let me get the pink drink. Yeah, it'd be a tough dude getting that little frappe. pink yes. drink. One of the um, like what refreshers? Yeah, or it might be somebody coming in. Let me let me get a black coffee, no sugar. Yeah, like damn, no sugar, damn, no man. cream. Yeah, all black. You, you getting straight bourbon or something? Right? <laughs> People go there and basically get ice cream in a cup. <laughs> Pretty like much all the fucking calories and shit. Yeah. Yeah. You seen them big ass frappuccinos, yeah. with all that sugar and whipped cream and shit. Mm. You might as well just buy the cake and ate it. <laughs> Dang, I didn't even think about that. Yeah, because I get it's the just cloud, so bad. cloud yeah. macchiato, and it has egg in it. It's supposed to have like espresso shot or yeah, something like that. Got a ton of sugar in that. Yeah, yeah. But giving yourself diabetes. Girl, it's funny. My dad hate that shit, man. <laughs> he like, man, just give me coffee, regular coffee. Cream, sugar, and that's it. Yes. <laughs> like, I don't know all that other shit. Whipped cream. Whipped cream ain't supposed to go on no coffee. <laughs> we we got to have a short little segment every week, man. Tales from Starbucks where you just go yeah. off yeah. on people doing crazy shit. So, yeah. We got to do yes. that. Yeah, I'm learning, though. I'm learning. They, yeah. um, people love the name Figgy, though. Of course. Oh, yeah. they, like, they let you call yourself Figgy? Yeah. That's, okay, that's, that's cool. my name in the system. Okay, that's dope. Oh, yeah. So Figgy Gilliard. <laughs> 
That's dope. Yeah. I went by Rocket at Best Buy. I had to fight to get my name tag that just said Rocket. Really? But I got it. I was like, oh, shit. No, it's funny. <laughs> it's funny. The only reason they um they cool with me being figgy because the person that hired me knew me from in yeah, the loop. Yeah, that's dope. So, yeah, he was like, wait, you're figgy fig. Yeah. So, um, yeah, he's like, cool if we, you know, go by figgy. I'm like, yeah, that's perfect. <laughs> so, um. Yeah, it's pretty cool there. Okay. I feel like a damn nerd. I was, I think I was texting um, Jasmine. Mm-hmm. I'm like, man, everybody here is so nerdy. Of course, because you know they, we had the headphones where you know everybody be talk, all the employees be talking to each other through the headphones. Yeah, and so they be walking around not even looking at each other, but having a full blown conversation just mm-hmm. through the headphones. <laughs> they be talking about some nerdy ass shit. Have you heard Spider Man is out the MCU? That's what that's what they exactly what they're talking about. <laughs> hey, oh my God, bro, you talking about Donkey Kong all the time, man? Come on, <laughs> but yeah, Donkey Kong. Yeah. Wait, what the fuck? I don't know. Yeah, they, I feel you though. Yeah. What all right. Uh, so f- we only got. I'm trying to look up what this the name of this bullshit was, but. Um, we only got uh, Jasmine in for a little bit because she got to run. She got a whole lot of things going on, and, and she's been running ragged through work again. So yeah. uh, we don't get her in and out. But first, we got to get her take on this whole Travis Scott documentary. Um, it's called Look, Mom, I Can Fly. Me and Figgy, of course, have not seen it, nor do we have plans to watch it. I, I, You're not going to watch it at no. all? I'm going to watch it this weekend. <laughs> I didn't know it came I'm out so already. I thought, Yeah, I thought it was going to maybe come out in a week or two yeah. i ain't no drop already so yeah um i went with leroy and rawls we went to see the premiere of it and it's so funny like um you know how people wait are- how did it premiere when it came out that same day it came out the it came out the day after oh okay yeah okay so um i should have known better i was really thinking travis was gonna be there but his little pop-up shop that he did with the vhs's that's his appearance in houston and then he did the premiere in la oh okay um Uh, yeah so we were there i know i was so i was like dang but um we did make his instagram though if you go look you can see me and leroy was you in the picture yeah uh did you approve this picture no. Oh, damn. <laughs> yeah, you can't see me that much, though. You can see Leroy, like, really well. Did you but, um, send a comment to Travis Tecton and take it down? Nah. <laughs> <laughs> I, uh, um, yeah, no, but we went on whatever day that was. Day before, it came out on the 28th. So it was really good. It was really inspiring. And it's nice to know, like, I'm literally in a Travis uh, Scott fan club we uh, cult. We that figured. I didn't know about. Like, Rawls was telling me, because he's always in the pit shooting, mm-hmm. and he runs into these certain fans all the time. Like, whenever Travis is around in the city or has something going on, like, as far as Astroworld, the shoe release, this VHS thing, mm-hmm. he always sees them. And so, sure enough, these people are here. Like, they were talking about how they bought out all the seats. Like, mm-hmm. you know, such and such is going to come. Like, they made, like, a, a friendship and a bond out of loving Travis Scott. So, I'm now officially in that club. Oh, okay. And um, yeah, so that was really great. And then a lot of people, a lot of them ended up being in the documentary. So oh, nice. it was really interesting. Like they were like, we got a lot of like commentary throughout because people didn't have any idea that they were going to be included in this. And mm-hmm. we actually, um, I met a girl for the first time. She was shooting Travis Scott. Um, she was tr- shooting, I think it was the shoe release or Astro, one of the two. 
And she ended up being credited in the Netflix DVD. I mean, the Netflix credits. So mm. it's like, great. Like, you know, little stuff like that was yeah. cool. Like people, random people around you getting to see their names. It's like their faces on stuff that they had no idea that they were going to be included mm. in. And okay. it was just really inspirational. Like outside of me loving Travis, I thought it was just, it was really well put together. And it like... I don't know. I'm, I'm definitely going to watch it again. I've already started it again, but I of haven't course. finished. But I'm going to go back and watch it again. Now, did he get personal on here? Did we, I mean, if somebody didn't know anything about Travis Scott, would we know a little more? Yeah, for sure. Um, he, it's interesting because documentary, like when I think of Netflix documentaries, I think of like, dang, I can't even think of this guy's name. Um, Jay-Z did it. He did it, Khalif. I can't remember the guy um, that was wrongfully um, sent to prison. Oh, about yeah, the I know you talking about. I can't about, remember. Yeah. Well, anyways, I like when I see like Netflix documentaries, most of the time I see them as like every like whoever they're interviewing, they're all in the same type of background. They're all in the same type of backdrop. Then credits come up below them and they're just kind of like talking, giving their. It was nothing like that. Like it was more so personal, like. Home video wise, you can tell that they film everything, or somebody's there filming everything. So they were able to like pe- bit, you know, piece together bits and moments like that told the story. And then mm. of course he was there like talking, talking you through certain things. But I thought it was really good, and it was like there was one scene I thought about Rocket because there he literally like pulled up to his grandma's house in Mo City, mm-hmm. and as he was like he was leaving, they didn't show him when he pulled up, but whenever he was leaving, it was funny as hell because it looked like my literally like my granny's house with somebody in louisiana and there was a ferrari outside and he just went like like normal like the way he left his house kissed his grandma and went to go get in his ferrari like that was just normal it was it was funny but okay it was very houston i thought it made me think about you okay i'm surprised <laughs> yeah. he didn't get jacked i mean he got a ferrari just took it to most city well most he's not the hood hood but still. yeah but it was yeah. just he was just at his grandma's house so okay. it was and then too he got into like i didn't know that travis's brother was autistic his mm. older brother is autistic and like he showed like where they used to grow up, you know, just typical yeah. documentary stuff. But I'm the good. way of his de- his delivery was uh, it was uh, entertaining. OK. Yeah. Okay. So, y'all got to watch it. Yeah. I don't know why y'all want to be this way. No, mm. I'm going to watch it. I'm going to watch it this weekend. That And I was kind of looking forward to seeing it because even though I like Travis Scott, I really don't know much about him. Yeah. Because mm-hmm. usually uh, with me. Like, I think if people give me a good interview, then that's when I kind of like that person as an artist. Mm-hmm. If you don't really give me a good interview and don't really show me who you are, then I kind of don't really care for that person like that. So that, I was just kind of waiting on Travis to do that. I know he ain't going to do no interview no time soon. Yeah. yeah. But, um, like, for instance, like Migos, you know, we know they used to give out bad interviews all the time. Where to the point I kind of never really cared for them. They had some hits, but I didn't really care for them. But it wasn't until Offset ended up doing the, his own interview when, when he's doing this album. He got kind of personal and stuff like that. Where I'm like, damn, I kind of feel for him now. So I'm like, damn, the album don't sound that bad now. Yeah. So, um, yeah, I think Travis Scott, I, I, I want to see it so I can see how, you know, see a little more about Travis Scott because he'd never say anything. Yeah. Mm-hmm. So, yeah. Yeah. Okay. He got in. Um, I don't want to tell it. I want y'all to watch it. But like. let spoil it. There's more background of like him and Kylie. Like the, the dates were everything. The fact that they like 
um, included the dates on a lot of stuff. It was very telling, like, of how much you think you know what's going on and you have no idea. Like, um, Kylie and Travis were clearly dating way before we thought that they were, which, Mm -hmm. I mean, I kind of assumed that, but um, just the detail behind it or just the proof in the documentary and then, like, um, the way certain songs... I want to say... If I'm not mistaken, I think he gave like some type of clip or some type of input on almost every song on Astro World, like how it came together and just like the organicness of is that a word? Like how how it is um, now. how like certain songs came together and you can just tell that that man is like a musical genius, like just the way his mind is set up and how like he's just literally sitting there and they're just freestyling or and things like I already knew Butterfly Effect, like, was a freestyle pretty much, but, like, to see him do it was really crazy. And then just, I don't know, just how excited they he got and they would get and just, like, Chase B knowing that they've known each other for so long. And they, they showed a video that was, like, from 2003, and Chase was like, Travis is amazing. Like, oh, we're just trying to wait for the world to, like, pay attention. And that was in 2003. Like, that, it just shit like that is, like, really inspirational mm-hmm. to know, like, if you have the right people around you, you and like have the right mentality, you can really make things happen for yourself. Now, was this part? Um, I seen a clip of this, but I, I'm not sure if it was in the documentary. But him, uh, his reaction when he heard Drake verse. Yes. Was that? In yeah, the documentary? it was in there. I think I think they may have put that out somewhere else too, because I feel like I had seen that before. But they they it's an it's, it's, it's like an expansion. Yeah. Okay. Yeah, yeah. he was like his re his response to Drake's verse and like made a right like you can uh, that was if we didn't think it was shade to kanye i felt like it was absolutely shade to kanye and then there was a i asked leroy and them because before you actually saw kanye i don't know where they were at but he was pulling up in some type of vehicle and travis was like talking to kanye they were just like shooting the breeze it wasn't anything like really predominant and then the next clip was stop trying to be God and how they created it. And I was like, do you think that was purposefully done? I don't mm-hmm. think that was a coincidence that it was sequenced like that. But um, he, I think you mentioned that when we broke when down the album. Out, yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. No, I knew it was like about Kanye, but then like listening, like seeing the clip of Travis and them get live whenever Drake said what he said about checks over stripes mm-hmm. and um, about busting a left, like made a right. Because um, you know how they live down the street from each other or whatever, his re- reaction made it very apparent. Like, that was a thing. Like, that mm. was that was a thing for sure. And Travis definitely probably knew about it mm. or may have been more involved than they tried to act like he was mm. with the shade. Interesting. Yeah, what I could was, be wrong. What was, I could be wrong, but that's, I, that's what I I wonder what felt. was they fallout? Because, I, I mean, not saying they was that cool. I thought they was pretty close, though. I yeah. mean... They weren't best friends, but I thought they was who Travis and Kanye. Yeah, I, I wonder think, what was the fallout. I think, and if that's right, I think it may have been more so of just how he was acting more than anything. I don't know that it was necessarily a personal thing. It may have been just more like distance, like how mm-hmm. like Big Sean and certain like certain people were like Pusha T was like distance. You know, like obviously that's his own man, his own opinion. But I think that may have been part of it more so. Mm. But I don't know that yeah. you just gotta. I want I want y'all to watch it so y'all can see because that that's what I got out of it. Like the way yeah. he responded to it was just like I don't think that was a coincidence. Yeah, okay. I'm gonna watch it and, and plus like with him getting hype over that line. Yeah, that's because why would he get you, hype over that. If you distance yourself from somebody because you know you ain't on that 
same type of energy. Mm-hmm. Yeah, you kind of don't really pay that no mind, but I wonder, it got to be something else yeah. where they had a f- fallen out. I don't know if it's Kanye taking his style or something. I don't know. <laughs> I don't know, man. I don't think taking a whole this lot. whole Yeezy shit. <laughs> yeah. I, I'm, well, Kanye's been accused of that a lot. Yeah, yeah that's what so I'm saying. Knows, I don't know what. It got to be something. Yeah. Where, you I, know. I think he jacked more of Kid Cudi than anybody. And him and Kid oh, yeah. Cudi are cool, too. So who knows, man? Yeah. yeah. Um. So, yeah, it sounds like we have a, of course, a uh, nod of approval from Jasmine. Of course. But he could put out. Travis Scott could put out a blank CD with nothing <laughs> on it. And you would talk about how great. And progressive, yeah, right. <laughs> so, but yeah, if you're a Travis Scott fan, sounds like it's, it's a great treat for anybody who's into him. Uh, we'll have Figgy give his more unbiased <laughs> review maybe next week. Or but, even if you well, want like inspiration, just and you don't even like Travis, just watch it from that perspective of like okay. maybe you may be down or feeling like you, whatever. Like yeah. watch watch it from that perspective. Then. You, okay. you know it's a good documentary if you at, uh, at the end of it all you kind of like oh okay I kind of where you go to their music and yeah. you kind of like oh, okay I kind of I kind of feel them now. That's how I felt with the Meek documentary mm-hmm. because I, I still know, haven't seen I, it. I, I always like Meek but after that you kind of feel for him now because it's like man this dude been in the system for since he was like 15 or 16 and like now you got you you can hear it in his music now so it's kind of like damn i kind of like him a little more now okay. so it must have been a damn good documentary to make you go to his music and shit so uh if it if it do that then to me it's a good documentary okay. just so y'all it, know astroworld was definitely trending on apple music again so hmm. Okay, it could, I'm, not, it could I'm be. not a hate. I'm nah. We know, we know he got fans. We only got a fan nah, base. It's prob- no, it's probably a good. I mean, I think I think dude is, you know, smart. I think he, you know, I think he got a lot of talent. He know what he's doing. So yeah, okay. yeah. No, nah, I think it probably be real good. Okay. okay. There's a there's a clip where it was before Madison or during Madison. Maybe like um, I can't remember if it was the actual show. I want to say it was a rehearsal. But he like went off on the stage production. I've never seen like anything of that sort from Travis in any like anywhere. And he like went off on them and was like, "Y'all need to have this, this, and this." Then like, why are the cameras not facing me? Like, did it like he went off? And then afterwards, he's like, "Yeah, but other than that, it was real cool." Like it was, it was, it was good. I love Travis. Did I he lo- talk I really about do. when he shitted on that one cameraman at that one show? Wait, no. You remember that? No, but I um Rawls did tell me that um at James Harden's uh, concert. Oh. Concert that I missed. Mm-hmm. <laughs> uh that they weren't really a fan of photos then either. Okay. But that I think that's just him too, because if you notice he just starts showing his face too much. Like he used to hide all the time. Yeah. So Okay. Okay. Well, yeah. sounds like everybody should give this Travis Scott yes, documentary. Yeah, including you. Yeah. I don't know about that. <laughs> but everybody, check it out. You know, we'll, 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 it sounds, it sounds, I'm glad it was motivational at least. I'm glad it wasn't just a vanity project where he just made himself look great all the time. Oh, yeah. yeah. So, yeah, that sounds cool. I'm glad for him, Houston Brown, or Houston, close enough to Houston to uh, yeah. represent for us. So, yeah. Okay. That's dope. Um, let's get into some new release tracks that came out real quick. 
Um, ASAP Rocky, I think we should just leave him in Swedish prison. Like, why really? do we free him to make this shitty music? I told y'all the music was still gonna be whack. <laughs> you ain't like this song, man. That's hell no. Did you see the video? Yes. Ah. He old Tyler the Creator movie. wannabe. <laughs> They're friends. Yeah, I know. I know. I know. <laughs> um. Oh, go ahead. I, man, what, I, I'll let the ASAP mob <laughs> here ASAP uh, talk about ASAP Figgy and ASAP, ASAP Chitty Jasmine. Chitty Bass. Yes, y'all yep. can defend this this uh, audio monstrosity. <laughs> no, I got a question for like, like what type of music are you expecting from ASAP? What what's good. your no like what's your <laughs> definition of a good ASAP song? Uh, His first. Mixtape, yes. That perp. I mean, do you want more chopped and screwed? I felt like that's the style he came out with. Yeah, that's what I'm saying. So that's the style I identify him with. So would you rather him go back to that? Uh, Because I feel like he can't stick with that. Otherwise, people gonna feel like I feel like Houston people gonna be like, wait a minute. I liked him when he had that um, Space Ghost perp production. I understand he's not gonna get that anymore. But um, I liked him with Clams Casino. I thought they made great music. They don't work together no more. The producers, I thought that made him hot. He don't work with them no more. Mm. So I don't really know what to expect when I hear an ASAP Rocky song anymore. You know, he's not a great rapper. I just got to He's not. You know, you don't mm. listen to ASAP Rocky songs for the lyrics. You mm. just don't. And the beat could just be. I have no idea. When, when testing came out, I had no idea what I was listening to. <laughs> honestly. So I, I I was fucking around. This song is not awful or terrible, but it's yeah. just you know here today I, gone. To, I, I'm not gonna come back to it. Yeah, yeah. I th- I feel like you used to the the way when he came out. That's what you expect from him. Yeah. I don't see him rapping. I mean, even during that time, I just I ain't really see him sticking with that type of flow because he wouldn't be where he at now if he stick with if he stuck with that. But. Okay, going has he? It, it you, would be no, um, because all you could you could probably name all of his singles that you know got radio play. Yeah, he wouldn't be on the radio if he kept making the same shit I made when he first dropped. Is he on the radio now? Not now. Nah, he's not on the radio now. But the songs that did make it on the radio, M's. That's not M's. That uh, he ended up getting Lil Wayne on that song. Yeah. yeah. He's on the he, radio now, like features. He doesn't have like his own tracks on the radio. I feel yeah. like he's better. He's more of a radio feature, and I don't yeah. think that he's necessarily pushing to be on the radio either, yeah. other than those features. Yeah, I, I just don't think he'd be where he at now if he stuck to you know <laughs> his first mixtape. Yeah. I get you. So you know, I wouldn't. I, I think it's dope how he started. You know what I mean? But yeah. I don't know. I wasn't surprised that you know he left that. <laughs> Yeah, mm-hmm. I guess. I mean, but, I don't know. That's kind of like if somebody, the way Nas came out with Illmatic and then he started making a bunch of pop songs and people were like, what the hell is this? You know, yeah. so that, that's kind of similar to what ASAP Rocky went through, I guess. So I guess he had more of a gutter underground sound when he came out. Then mm-hmm. his album came out and he had the fucking pop singles and shit. Mm-hmm. And now he puts out music where it's like fucking techno trance Shit, it's, sometimes it's not, <laughs> it's not like that. that. What was that Moby song, man? Be real, Moby song. Yes, uh-huh. <laughs> come on, man. I'm, I mean, like, t- look, he ain't making no shit where it's, 
is playing in the dance club where you like, what the uh, fuck? I'm, I'm not like, saying techno like that. Yeah, but. I mean, the beats is a little funky, a yeah. little different, but it ain't nothing where it's like, oh, he went pop. I don't think ASAP Rocky went pop. Uh, fucking problems with a pop song. Is you it? think so? Yes. Oh. It had Kendrick, Drake, mm-hmm. 2 chains on it, mm-hmm. little catchy hook, mm-hmm. little trap happy I love beat. bad bitches. That's my fucking problem. Yeah. That's, that's not a, a pop, pop song? song. Yes, I don't think it's pop. I don't think it so. was, it it's was, not a pop. That's like, a, that's a popular song. It was a radio but song. I don't think it was a it was a radio single. No, no, that was his most popular song, and it you know it blew up. It, yeah, they probably got like a little dance version yeah. of it. But I don't think they was in the studio like, oh yeah, let's make this pop song. Yeah, I think this they were is trying a great to make a main, I think they were trying to make a mainstream hit, which yeah. I would consider like a pop song. But maybe we just have different. I think they're trying to make yeah. a single. Yeah, they, I mean they had Drake and uh, Kendrick Lamar on it two chance. Yeah. But mm-hmm. I wouldn't sit there like, oh yeah, that's a pop song. I wouldn't put that. I, they they didn't play that on like a uh, pop station. I, I, really? Mm-mm. They played it okay. on hip hop station. They wouldn't play it on. Yeah, it wasn't on top forties or anything like oh, that. Oh, Okay. Right? Okay, yeah. I could be wrong. I, that's how I interpreted it because yeah. I saw. Now it. I will say it's poppy for him, maybe. Yeah, maybe that's out of his normal element that okay. he was used to. But that song jammed. I don't I care. I wouldn't call it. I don't a think pop. it's a bad song. Yeah. I'm just saying. I wouldn't call it a pop record though. I I guess, man. I don't know. I get what you're saying. Like I feel like we just have different definitions. Like you're saying pop as in mainstream. Yes. And we're saying not pop. As in the genre, I think we just like it was crafted to be a mainstream hit, is what I'm saying. It wasn't like a Bodak Yellow, which organically became a huge hit, but that was a street song. Mm -hmm. This song was made to be at the top of the radio charts and banging the clubs. But see, if you look at Bodak Yellow right now, I guarantee you it has some people saying that's you know that's that's a poppy type of song because it's popular. Okay, we're you getting semantics now, but yeah, no, I see what no, you're you saying. No, you see what I'm saying? That's how yeah. I feel. That's how I feel like problems was. Yeah. F- because if it didn't pop off, we wouldn't be sitting here saying, oh, yeah, why the fuck you make that pop song? It ain't even work. But it played so much. That was his biggest hit. That was his most commercial hit. And that wasn't something he normally did. He don't have a lot of songs like that. The, the, the tempo just, in that song was very different from what he usually puts out. Like, it was more of a dance song than anything else he usually puts out. Yeah. Like, let, let's be real about that much, but, at least. But, like, I don't know. I just can't call it a pop song, though. I get though. you. I get you. You see what I'm saying? Because when you think of a pop song, you think yeah. of, like, a... I, don't I, I know. think we just have different definitions, but I it, see what you're saying, too, man. Yeah, it's, yeah, yeah, like, to me, to me, that's a, you know, it's a faster pace of a hip-hop song to me. Yeah. Like a pop song is like a, a Katy Perry or yeah. something like that. I just don't see that as yeah, a I, I, I get pop what you song. mean, man. I think we just have different definitions. This, I mean, it's maybe pop for him. Yeah. But I just I just can't call that a pop song. Yeah, I get you, man. Um, so but that, in, yeah, Oh, go ahead. Oh, I was going to move on, honestly. No, I was going to say I like the song he dropped, though. Okay. I, I think it sounds cool. I got to listen to it the again. Babushka but, Boy. Yeah. yeah. So mm-hmm. check it out. Um... I was kind of trolling a little bit. I didn't think it was awful, but just it was a, you know, this, everybody's looking forward to the first thing ASAP Rocky puts out since his uh, prison 
little excursion in Sweden. And this underwhelmed to me. I expected more. I expected something I might want to listen to a week from now. This is something that was just cool for a day. But it is what it is. To me, this kind of sounds similar to the other shit he's been dropping lately. Yeah, which has been it don't sound not I've not been a fan of <laughs> the <laughs> testing album. I don't care what y'all say. That was trash. I enjoyed it, man. <laughs> I actually I still like listen it. to it. Yeah. I know. I still I know, listen to it. But... I know you do. <laughs> I was playing with you. <laughs> but uh, so yeah, other things that came out. Pusha T dropped two songs. And he also announced he has a new album produced by Kanye coming out this year. Mm. So very excited for that. He dropped a song with Lauren Hill called Coming Home. And he dropped a song with Cash Doll um, called Sociopath. So what did y'all think about these two little surprise singles that Mr. Pusha himself dropped? Um, I didn't hear them. I just heard the news about the Kanye uh, Mm. production. And I was kind of excited about that. Like, because obviously Daytona, I gave his attention. Normally, I don't really give Pusha projects too much attention. Cat, uh, so now Cash Doll, she just put out a verse too, but I don't know if that is related to Pusha's song or not. She put out a verse about being crazy. Is that was that it? Uh, was wait. she talking about like dealer license? You see these dealer license, something, something, something. Wait. She was like talking about like basically how a guy has her fucked up and like. I will. No, you, I I'll burn is. your clothes and be, bleach your clothes. Nah, this song. Nah, it wasn't on okay, this song. Okay, I gotta, I gotta find that song and show you because that verse really went hard. She was just really crazy. Like, yeah. I wonder if y'all have ever dealt with that before. Reminds but, me of that Khalees song. I fucking wouldn't that Khalees? I wanna yeah. hate you right yeah. now. Uh, <laughs> oh, I hated that song. <laughs> But uh, I heard I heard the two songs. I I, I like them, man. I'm kind of excited for the album. Now. Yeah, me too. It sounds like some um, joints he recorded around the time the other album. Yeah, the day it kind of sounds sessions. similar. Mm-hmm. But um, yeah, I like them a lot. I like the um, I I kind of like Lauren Hill in this album. Yeah, I mean, on, well, on this song, I was I was cringing when I saw it. I'm like, oh shit, mm-hmm. I don't know what we gonna get. <laughs> but um. <laughs> It, I mean, it was good. I ain't going to sit here and say she murdered it or nothing like yeah. that, but yeah. she was on the hood. It sounded good. It, it, it fit. And um, as far as the other song with Cash Dow, I like that. I like that song a little more. But um, Cash Dow, man, I, I'm st- I really liking Cash Dow more and more, man. She a little okay. more creative. Like, I know um, the female rappers got this, you know, uh, stain on them where they just talk about the same shit. Mm-hmm. But... I heard a couple different songs where she giving out stories. Yeah. Like, she she pretty dope, man. I like Cash Doll and I like Rico Nasty. I think okay. Rico Nasty is pretty good, too. Like, she don't necessarily mm. just talk about what Jermaine Dupree think we all talk about. Okay. <laughs> so. That's another example. Another rapper you don't check for but like to bring up yeah. <laughs> whenever the criticism comes. Rhapsody. <laughs> yes. Speak, I still ain't heard no other tweets about, hey, that Rhapsody album just came and went, huh? No. I hear hey. nobody in the timeline I, talking I about to it. the classic it. tracks. I got, the- I got through half of it. I haven't been listening to too much this week, but Honestly, it's a hard album, man. Yeah. It's hard. The production on there hard. I bet it is. Yeah, it, it's good, but it ain't going to get that attention. Of course not. It's, I, honestly, her last album was pretty good. 
and it was nominated for uh for album of the year i want to say okay but um yeah i i'm surprised i th- this out al- i ain't gonna say this album is better but she real consistent man yeah and this it's kind of fucked up because she won't get the attention like a Megan Thee Stallion or yeah. Cardi B or nothing mm-hmm. like that. I mean, that's always been. I'm not gonna say it always is. because some other the the conscious rappers did get more attention back in the day, but they've always been more low key versus yeah. the ignorant shit, man. Yeah. Let's be I mean, real. it is what it is. I'm yeah. not sitting here, you know, saying we need to go on strike or nothing like that. But I mean, if people say they, you know, that's all. Uh, I don't know if people say they listen to everything, man. You gotta listen to her if you like good music. <laughs> you gotta listen. No one to her. listens to everything, by the way. The biggest fucking lie people say. That's how I know a goofy nigga when I see him. I listen to everything. No, I no, hate when people say that because don't. you don't. <laughs> no, I think no, I think if if you ask somebody what type of music you listen to and they mm-hmm. say everything, they that's a lie to me, too. Yeah. You think so? Yes. Because I feel like I listen to everything. You don't listen to bluegrass. You don't listen to well. You, you okay? To be fair, you work at a country station. Yeah. So you listen to country byproduct of your workplace, but you don't go seeking out new country releases. Now that drops. I work here, I need to. <laughs> okay. I, I yeah. need to. So do you listen to jazz? I don't. Not with not outside of my dad. Yeah. Like I don't seek it see, out. Nobody see, nobody listens to see, everything. Yeah. Nobody has taste that wide. See, yeah. see, I, point. see, I'm somebody who uh, I listen to a lot of shit. Like it's not just rap and R and B. I listen to classic rock. I listen to um, yeah. I listen to a lot of. I, I get into my hipster bad too. I know Jules getting yeah. into it. Like me and her, we kind of connect on the uh, hipster music. Mm-hmm. But I listen to a lot of shit. But like it's a lot of shit I do not like. Yes. Like country, mm-hmm. I understand it. I feel them. You know, I, I'm not taking no credit away from them, but that's just not me. Bluegrass, I'm not a bluegrass person at all. Mm-hmm. Um, some are. Uh, I'm I'm warming up way more to newer R&B now. Mm-hmm. But I wasn't the biggest fan. That I wasn't that R&B person growing up, unless it was like old school. But yeah, I'm I'm not that person that that give you everything. Yeah, like oh yeah, I listen to everything. Yeah, like, nobody nah. listens to everything, man. Nobody's tastes are that diverse and wide because there's so much, so many different genres of music that there's no way somebody who listens to metal. bluegrass is gonna listen to rap or R and B or metal or, or exactly shit like hardcore that. Yeah. metal and all that stuff. Yeah. There's so much out there, man. Yeah, and then you got the dance music. The, yeah. The, yeah, the techno stuff. Techno. You know, I, I like that kind of stuff. But uh, there's there's too much music for everybody listening to all of it. It so. is. Um, I forgot what What's I was talking Grillet about. Now. What's the Skrillex shit? What's that? Dubstep. Dubstep. Yeah, yeah. That luckily kind of died a little bit. The dubstep yeah. movement kind of faded finally. Yeah. <laughs> but I used to like the trip hop, the stuff like uh, what's his name? Uh, Man of Brown. Nah, fucking uh, fuck! I forgot their names now. But it was a group that made a bunch of dope. Like I, I think mute, the rap music today kind of evolved from what that trip hop was in the nineties. Like Junkie XL was one. Um, what's their fucking name? I forget. Nah, not uh, Limp Biscuits. Fucking uh, wait, let me see. I know I'm holding this shit up, but I gotta see. Oh, Massive Attack. Massive yeah, attack. Okay. They did that too. So I think a lot of the modern rap kind of evolved from that sound. But I digress. Yeah. 
Um, <laughs> other things that went on this week. Did y'all watch the VMAs? Ooh, no. <laughs> <laughs> Why? I forgot. I forgot they was on until pe- uh, people started talking about the Missy yeah. tribute. Yeah. That I, was really good. I didn't watch it I in real time, but I went back and watched like her whole tribute performance because I was trying to figure out. Like, I think we discussed it too. Like, do does the artist actually perform themselves or is it like a bunch of people doing it? And I didn't see anybody like perform and to tribute her or honor her. I just saw her. She so, performed. Oh, yeah, oh, okay. I just yeah, saw I her see. performance and I thought it was bomb. Like I thought it was really good. Mm. It was really good. But yeah. other than that, I didn't. I did take a few screenshots of like categories that I was interested to okay. discuss with y'all if y'all <laughs> had, you know, if y'all had watched them. Let's do it. Um, what was best collaboration? So, um, keep in mind these are video awards. Mm-hmm. I. At first, I was not, I didn't have that on my mind when I saw these. So, um, best collaboration was the uh, nominees were Little Nas X, um, the Old Town Road remix, Lady mm-hmm. Gaga. See, a lot of this stuff I don't even know that y'all are familiar with, but mm-hmm. Lady Gaga, Bradley Cooper, Shallow, Sean Mendes. That song's still out. Damn. Uh, right. Camilla. Wasn't that two, years, two ago? years ago? Like, how the fuck? Yeah. Fucking Hot Girl Summer just won that, an award. Yeah. <laughs> That lady got hey. We're gonna get into it. Real that quick, shit. real quick. Uh not to get sidetracked, but uh-huh. that song is so irritating, man. That What's Lady Gaga, Bradley Cooper. Mm. Uh, it's so sad. Every time I hear it, I feel like crying. And did, <laughs> didn't they fake date for promo too? Yeah. Nobody even brought that up. Now they suddenly oh broken God, up. No, that shit. I seen that movie by the way too. Was it oh good? really? It was sad, man. It's a remake. Yeah, it's a yeah. remake. Yeah, but it was sad. Like I ain't see I ain't see the shit coming. Well now like we that know then. somebody dies, so there <laughs> you go. No, nah, I just yeah, it's just okay. I don't know. It wasn't nothing to me. Yeah, it was just sad, man. Okay. Actually, sorry, let me just get forget the collaboration. Okay. Let's go to best hip hop. Okay. So two chains and Ariana Grande rule the world. What? That's not her name. Ariana. Ariana? Oh who, who cares? Ariana, Ariana. I keep getting corrected. Yeah. So. Ariana, Just don't make no yeah. Starbucks joke. <laughs> whoever, whoever corrects you on Ariana Grande's name needs to go to fucking jump off a bridge or something. What the fuck is <laughs> wrong with them? Oh, it's Ariana, actually. Yeah, whatever. Um, Rihanna, Rihanna. <laughs> Rihanna says Rihanna. But anyway, uh, 21 Savage, J. Cole, a lot. Cardi B, money. Uh, DJ Khaled, Nipsey Hussle, John Legend, Hire, uh, Old Town Road was on there, and Travis Scott and Drake Sicko Mode. What category is This it? is best hip-hop. Uh-huh. So when I initially saw this, and Money was the winner. Cardi B Money was oh, the winner. Wow. Of course. Really? Exactly. She must have just been there. Was I she was there? so confused. She was there? I don't know. I didn't watch mm. the show. Like I didn't watch all of it. But I was just like looking at the winners. I was confused, and I had to keep in mind that this is a video, and the money video was badass. Like it mm-hmm. was really good. But that this is that like this is up for debate. This is very run, up for uh, debate. Run down that list again. Two chains and Ariana. I, I haven't seen the world. that video. I haven't seen that one. Twenty One Savage and J Cole a lot. That video was really good too. Like, I haven't seen that video. I haven't either. That video was really good. Like basically everything that, um, every, everything that uh, Twenty One Savage was rapping about as far as his family and their situations, they displayed in the video. Oh, okay. And they were all sitting around at the table and like, um, 
as they were sitting around having like this big family dinner, he was going through each person and showing their life situations. Basically, oh, okay. it was really good. Like, um, you just had to be paying attention to catch. Yeah. At first, I didn't catch it when I first watched it, but then I had to watch it again. I was like, oh, okay, I see what he's doing here. Um, Cardi B money. It was a really good video, but I just, I'm sorry. I just have to think that this is a Cardi thing. Like, I don't think that her video was better than 21 Savage a lot. And I don't think it was better than Sicko Mode or Old Town Road, honestly. Yeah. Like, yeah. I, I was about to say, I I can't even remember what Cardi B money video was. It was, re- it reminded it, me of. It uh, looked good. Yeah, it's good Asian. watching her. Yeah. It looked good, but like I kind of remember Old Town Road for some reason. Mm-hmm. Like even I mean, even though Chris Rock part w- was kind of, eh, but I kind of remember it a little bit. Yeah. It was like a damn movie, a mini movie. And I remember Cardi's money video because this was the video where she was like a stripper and yeah. she like displayed all of that. And I like she really like, went outside the box for that one. Well, I mean, <laughs> yeah, it was good. It was I, it was good. That. It looked like, good. Good production. It was great, but like just the oh, I don't think it should have been the best one. Space. And I mean, it's MTV, so I don't even know why I brought this up. Like this is debatable, anyways. But just like some of these categories that won, I just. It's clear that it was a popularity contest yes, by MTV. An agenda. Yes. Yeah, because th- it just didn't make a lot of stuff. Just didn't make sense. I th- I think a lot of these um rec I mean not record labels but um award shows are um connected with these record yes, labels bought too. And paid for they give Cardi any award now. By the yeah. way, she gets the songwriting award. She don't write her songs. Yeah. Yeah. She get the video award for some basic videos. She mm-hmm. get they, they throwing the whole everything at her. I think so, they just using her right now. She the yeah. you know she the because we commodity. gonna talk about it. Yes, you know what I mean, and I'm sure she's only gonna appear at these award shows if she wins something. Of course, so yeah. everybody wants the stars to show up. By the way, sidebar, I'm really surprised at the VMAs is still a big event. Me too. Everybody came here. Taylor Swift came. Yeah. Yeah, but she won a lot of stuff too that yeah, I didn't exactly. feel that she deserved to win. Yeah. <laughs> Honestly. Uh oh. But whatever. Taylor Swift did a million first week. Let's let's show Let some respect. Let's fine. show some respect. <laughs> I forgot she dropped that album last week, right? Yeah, she did. Yeah. That's she fine. did. But, uh, yeah. I, but yeah. Hey, remember, I just, v- remember Michael Jackson was at the VMAs? Yes. That was a big deal. Now it seems like it's some bootleg type of shit. Mm. Like, but that, everybody still shows up though. Yeah, I don't get that, it. Yeah, mm-hmm. I it's it felt it felt like it wasn't that much promo with it either because I forgot about it. I think some people will when I some people as in like the hip hop community. I think they show up depending on who the Vanguard recipient is. I think they show up out of respect for that person. Yeah, more so. It than could anything. be. Yeah, yeah. I think that's why the attendance may be as high as it is. Oh, I just found a uh, something spicy to talk about. Cardi B shot back at people who said that Travis Scott deserved her Grammy. No, oh, oh my God, yeah. I didn't even address that because they showed what happened to him at the Grammys and it was some, like, foul shit, honestly. Like, mm. I don't know, because of the whole, like, I don't know if y'all remember the Mac Miller situation as mm-hmm. far as, like, Ariana being mad at I remember that. that. Yeah. Well, Travis was, they they made Travis come from wherever he was they made him walk up to the stage, him and Kylie. Mm-hmm. They were there. They were like, I don't know what, I can't remember what exactly was said, but they made him like think that he was about to get that award. Like they they brought him up close to the stage to stand mm-hmm. there. And then Cardi um, 
I think Cardi may have been in the area or the vicinity. She wasn't as close to him. She wasn't as close to the stage as he was, for sure. And they had the camera on him the entire time, knowing damn well that they were not about to give him that award. And it was just really like, I don't know, it was just really shady. Like, I just don't understand why they did that to him. Like, they, you, it's clear that they were wait, wanting a response or reaction to be able to flash to the camera for everybody else that didn't win. Because it was just like, why Why would you do somebody like that? Like, Because they had the camera in his face the entire time. Yeah. That they announced Cardi, that Cardi walked by. Like, Cardi literally walked past him. To go on stage, like it was, but it you, was, it was shady. The, it was really shady. Well, that's kind of weird because usually, if somebody's about to win a Grammy, they don't walk them up before. That's they what usually I'm saying. Get them from the crowd, it's weird. Yeah. That's why it was very weird, and I can't remember. I don't. I don't want to misquote anything, like, but I. I think I don't even think that. I mean, Travis had just performed or anything. I don't know where he was, but they. He was not. Sitting in, in his seat. Crowd, uh, he was not in the crowd. They yeah. brought him up to he the stage. He did perform that night, right? Yeah, but so. I can't remember when. It may have been that time. It may have been after he got off the stage. I don't know. But it, though, I, I don't think it was, though, because they the way that they brought him up to the stage and put mm-hmm. the camera in his face, like, they, I can understand why he probably thought he won. Like, yeah. it was it was really, like, it was, I don't know the politics, but that was shady as hell. Like, I don't get it. And you could tell, like, he just walked off. Like, he just left Kylie there and just walked off. Because why would you do that to somebody like that? Like. <sighs> I have yeah. I have thoughts, but I'll keep them. I don't know. I have conspiracies. Yeah. Or I, I, I will throw this question out. Are we willing to accept that maybe some things of the documentary might have been staged? Uh, Knowing that Kylie oh, is who she is oh. and she comes from the family that she does. Can we at least explore the fact that some of these things in the documentary might have been set up for dramatic effect? I yeah I, yes I I agree with that but you have to watch it okay because I don't see how they could have staged that okay like especially that moment like I just don't I absolutely agree with you like for sure but I don't from the way it came off it didn't the seem way like yeah it was. that okay. seemed like that was an organic moment that they just happened to capture okay and they put it in the documentary but okay. I could be wrong yeah I could I could kind of see why though because. To me, that clearly showed that he had the best album of the year. Mm-hmm. But it was no way in hell they would give it uh, to him over Cardi B for yeah. the simple fact that, I mean, Travis is like, he's so low key that it wouldn't have did nothing for them. It was like, oh, Travis won uh, or um, album of the year. And that was it. Yeah. But with Cardi women winning, it did so much because it's like, oh, she's the first female to ever win Artist of the Year. Yeah. Mm-hmm. It's so much other headlines. She, I guess, broke so many other records. Mm-hmm. She was the, you know, a new artist and all this other shit. So, um, it, like, from a Grammy's point, it made so much sense to give it to her. But I guess they had to keep him there somehow. Yeah. Because otherwise, he, I know he had... Other shit, shit to, to do. do. Yeah, and, he ain't the type of person that go to a war show just yeah. to go. Well, it's the Grammys. And he performed, oh, gr- so yeah, yeah. yeah, that's what I'm saying. But if he knew he wasn't winning that, I would think he, he still really... would have went to the Grammys. It's the Grammys, man. Come on now. He, I mean, he probably would have performed and left. It wouldn't. I still think I he would have went. But if you watch the documentary too, his um his manager was way more ecstatic than he was about the news like he he had just woken up for one so i'm mm-hmm. sure he got hyped later on in the day but the the scene that they showed travis was just grateful he he wasn't as pumped 
as his manager was about it. Like, Wait, for what? For the Grammy nominations oh, when okay. they announced him. Okay. Yeah. I'm sure, you know, he had just woke up. You could tell he had yeah. just woken up. So maybe he got a little bit more happy about it later. But what they showed and displayed, he, his manager was way more pumped about it than he was. Okay. Well, Cardi did respond because apparently after this documentary came out, people flooded her mentions. Um, so she said <laughs> on Twitter, on my album, I showed different sides of me <laughs> from my intro talking about my past to living my best life, inspiring people. Relationship songs while I was going through my own relationship drama to shaking ass like Bodak and that ass. Every song went platinum. She said, I did it all while I was pregnant, throwing up, drowsy, terrible colds in a rush to finish it so I can start doing music videos before I started showing. I spent 24 hours for months sleeping on a couch with my pregnant, depressed ass in a studio. Okay. Um, she said, I wasn't even thinking of winning or even the Grammys. All I can think about was everybody is disappointed in me. Am I still going to have a career after this baby? Is this album going to make me or break me? I need to finish before I start showing. It's a long rant. Uh, she said, basically, she's going through the whole the whole process. She wrote a lot of fucking, damn, I'm not going to read all this shit. Mm-hmm. But anyway, Why she deserved the, it. the final tweet, I'll put this one up. Um, she said, y'all some grown ass men talking about Dragon Cardi because I won an award for a bomb ass album. Mind you, I promoted myself, Astroworld, on my page when it came out and I have a good relationship with Trav while some of y'all small dick men be talking about dragging a girl. Okay. <laughs> um, I'm a little bit annoyed by how Cardi B keeps throwing it in people's faces, how hard she worked on this album and how she did it while she was pregnant and mm-hmm. how... All this stuff, like we get it, yeah. But and she talks about how big the album was. Every song went platinum. These are Nicki Minaj arguments, by the way. Yes, you know, hey, every song went platinum. Yeah, hey, it sold the Is most. Is that the reason to win the album of the year? Yes. Yeah. She victimized herself a little bit. Um, that that's getting like we get it. Okay, yeah. we get that Atlantic puts you on a harsh recording schedule to get all this stuff out because and nobody told you to get pregnant at this time by the way you know mm. you let a nigga hit raw <laughs> I'm dead. so shit happened but uh this is stuff i don't know it's like we get it cardi she's still trying to be the underdog when she's the overwhelming favorite now in every yeah. category i'm just kind of tired of it man honestly i still yeah. think max should have won that album by the way that award by the way but mm. is what it is yeah that yeah that's interesting i didn't see it myself but i i um do notice her like make i don't want to say excuses but like i don't even know what i'm trying to say like i i do know like there's always a defense about Mm, everything now like there's always a defense about like, yeah, I do agree with you. I think those are absolutely Nikki arguments that at one point in time she was not concerned with because she didn't have them to to the stats to throw out. And mm. now it's just like, yeah, that happened, but it doesn't matter. Like, no, but we didn't care then. Like, we didn't care when Nikki was doing it. Now nobody cares that, like that you're doing it either. Yeah. So it's just kind of. It's it's a slippery slope for her, in my opinion. Like you, you can't really you got to tread that lightly, especially seeing as that you know all of that was happening to you and towards you early in your career. Yeah, we and we said this before, man. I I, I mentioned this before when she was more the favorite. Mm-hmm. 
I mean, once you get to that level, people going to find anything to hate on you about. Yeah. You don't have to address every fucking hater. Yes. That's like Beyonce got haters. She ain't about to come out here and dress all the, mm-hmm. the people that's hating. Mm-hmm. Like, just don't say shit, man. Let people talk there, die down. Just don't say shit about it. Just, I hate when people, you know, only come out when somebody talking shit about it and got to explain herself like that. She yes. do that all the time, man. And like I said, I hope she be successful for the rest of her career. Mm-hmm. But it's going to be a point of time where she might be the Nicki Minaj. Yeah. Where, you know... She she won't be that favorite again. Yeah. And when she start doing stuff like this, people gonna be like, "Oh, she salty. She mm-hmm. better and all this stuff." It's not gonna look good if she keep doing this. Yeah. Like she, she like she big enough where she gonna have people hating. Just don't say shit. Like mm-hmm. it, there's no point of addressing this. That war was a year ago, right? Or two years ago. Or that year. No, dro- the Grammys was this year. The Grammys was this year. Okay. Yeah. Yeah, she dropped the album almost two years ago, right? I think it was almost two years ago. Yes. Hey, like, why is you still addressing this out? Why are you still telling people how hard you worked on this album? Yeah. We know how hard you worked. Mm-hmm. We know you was pregnant and <laughs> the album came sooner than it was supposed to come. So, I don't know, man. It's, it's a little irritating to keep seeing people defend themselves like this. Yes. I agree. Um, I forgot. Oh, the VMAs was what got us on this whole thing. But um, so yeah, this whole I don't I don't get why she got so upset and triggered by that. Did anything <laughs> else happen during the uh the Missy thing? Did we talk about that yet? Uh, I already forgot. Uh, we, uh, we, um, the we Vanguard Award bit. for Missy Elliott. Uh, she did yeah. a performance. Yeah, it was a Missy. I mean, it was it's good. good seeing her. Yeah, yeah, it was good performance. Yeah. She didn't miss. She sounds the same. Yeah, she didn't miss a beat. Yeah, was the same. I like man. I like seeing people we kind of grew up to, mm-hmm. like get acknowledged like this, get a, some type of achievement award, and perform like this because it looked like she could still. I mean, obviously she could still go. Yeah, but it's just good seeing. You know, older people. I mean, people that we grew up to now, a little older, mm-hmm. and still doing their thing. That's true. So, I mean, I ain't gonna sit here and grade her performance, yeah, and I stuff like that. Yeah. But it's still good to see her still being messy. Yeah, I agree. Mm-hmm. Um, anything uh, else on uh, the VMAs pop off that we they, should? They did a tribute. Um, they did a tribute to New Jersey. Okay. Mm-hmm. Um, but Queen Latifah, I think she performed. Okay. She brought out Fetty Wap, uh, okay. Naughty by Nature. Oh, nice. So uh, right, that was Sound a bit like good. a kind of hip hop oriented show. Maybe yeah. I should have yeah. watched it. Mm. Yeah, they, shit. Yeah, I'm, I'm gonna try to check it out. I ain't, um, I ain't see all of it, but yeah, uh, I think she played. I, I want to say she came out the Unity. Yeah. <laughs> Um, yeah. so how do you feel about Megan Thee Stallion and Nicki Minaj winning a VMA for a song without a video? I that was my next um <laughs> category that I wanted to discuss. Okay, what um, was this category? Because she kind of defended it a little bit. Best hip hop collaboration. Okay, or let me let me look again because she was saying like Get the fans accurate. voted on it or something like that. Apparent, wait, they didn't. Not that I know of. It was called Best Power Anthem. Um, yeah. 
I'm looking how I don't get how they made this though. I don't think this is the category that fans voted on. Okay. I think we, the category uh, that fans voted on was like sponsored by something. Hmm. Yeah. So I was trying to fix because Megan tweeted pretty much saying the fans yeah, did something like that. She said also for you silly MFs questioning how you want a VMA. The award was for song power was for a song power anthem. The people voted hotties have pull. So she's saying the hot girls came out and showed love. I don't know. This I'm don't, not familiar this with don't the voting. Seem, yeah, yeah, this don't seem like yeah. for a VMA because yeah. I don't see it being like a text in to so and so so and so. They have Who stuff like the, that though. There's a cat. I need to no the song of the summer presented by Samsung. That was something that was voted in that you text in and you vote yeah. in. Yeah. So I don't know, I don't know what the power like. I'm not familiar well, with the what power. What else was in voting. that um, category? Which one for uh, the song of Power Anthems? Yeah, it was Ariana Grande, uh, Seven Rings, Cardi, Twenty One Savage, DJ Khaled, Wish Wish, and see, I don't even understand how that. That's a made newer song for too. A power anthem though, like that's yeah. not a power anthem, like. Yeah. Nothing about that song screams power to me, or like, it's just a it's just a hype song. Um, Hasley, I can never say her name. Hasley or Hasley. Oh, Hasley, Hasley, something like that. (laughs) (laughs) Nightmare, Lizzo and Missy Elliott tempo. That was a good song. I think that was more power anthem than than freaking Wish Wish. Like, um, Marin Morris, girl, Miley Cyrus, mother's daughter. Taylor Swift, you need to calm down, and then Megan the Stallion featuring Nikki and Ty, Hot Girl Summer. Honestly, I'm not familiar with three of them, and the rest just don't. I I get why Hot Girl Summer was in there and Seven Rings, but I don't know why some of these songs were in Power Anthem. Yeah. What I mean, yeah. What do that mean? Like I don't understand the whole. Category it's anyway. a VMA, man. I don't think it was meant to be technical and yeah. have any kind of standard like that. It just put I some t- songs that were hype. Yeah. So I just ain't know you can put a brand new song like that. That's that the song, issue. That mm. song been out for literally like a couple weeks. Yeah, it's like three weeks. We was just talking about this breaking down this song yes. like it's a couple podcasts good. ago. It's not good. Uh, is the verdict out now? Is that a trash song? I think I think I'm a, I'm think I'm gonna stick with it. Okay. Mm. I think I'm gonna stick with it. I'm just not a fan of that song. Okay. Ty's verse gets caught in your head, mm-hmm. like, but it's Ty Dolla Sign. Yeah. So it was forced. I mean, we I think we all mentioned that last time we talked yeah. about it. Yeah. It was a label trying to force something, and I don't know. It just didn't. Saying right and label yeah. driven, like you said earlier, that would explain this. If like that would yeah. absolutely explain. I, that's I think the labels. I think to me, like people, people forget that these award shows is pretty much a promotion mm-hmm. tool. The Grammys is a promotion tool. When you win a Grammy, people, I guess you get all this. You pro, you pretty much get like a sticker mm-hmm. saying, "Hey, I won the best album of the year." So mm-hmm. a lot of people. In, that never heard that you say. Oh, let me check that out. That's yeah. how I found out who um was that the v, uh was it was it I think it was the Grammys where Taylor Swift won over somebody. I think it might have been Beyonce. Yes. Or, 
Yeah. It's the VMAs. I never heard. Was it the VMAs? Yeah. Okay. Yeah. I never heard of Taylor Swift. So mm. I'm like, damn. You're talking about the night that Kanye stepped on, right? I want and to say, mm. yeah. That was the VMAs, yeah. Okay. Yeah. I never heard of Taylor Swift. And that was pretty much a marketing tool. Now I'm like, damn, who is this? Yeah. So that's all it is. So I think the labels got their hands. They got their hands in the cookie jar with this. Oh, of course. So they controlling who and what. Yeah. And I think I think the bigger the label is, because ain't nobody from a small label, mm-hmm. one album of the year or video of the year, nothing like that. It's these big artists. Yeah. And I, I think, I mean, this is my little theory, but I think they probably pay a little something or do a little something to get on the ballot. No, I mean, it's MTV number one. It's not like the Grammy Recording Association of America or something. It's the MTV. They could be bought and paid for. Yeah, yeah that's and, what I'm saying. Yeah. By the way, I don't know why anybody is happy about winning that tacky ass VMA Moon Man Award. <laughs> that's the ugliest award <laughs> in but award it's, it's history. Infant, it's legendary, yeah, though, it's right? Like, I guess if he was in the 90s. It was cool when it was mm-hmm. like MTV was was the edgy, you know, uh, 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 station just airing whatever. Oh, they have a moon man. We don't have a grand. We have a moon man. But now it's like, number one, nobody remembers that old ass commercial with the moon man on it, period. And it looks so <laughs> tacky and ugly, man. I, I yeah. think they should have redesigned it, made it something <laughs> else. But that shit is disgusting. Any yeah. other debatable categories, Jasmine? Nah, that was it. I was y'all, you brought up the hot girl summer, and I was gonna get to that. Okay, because I just didn't. Anything else on the VMAs? I think that's about covers it, man. I don't think any of us watched it, so yeah. <laughs> that's uh, plenty of coverage for it. Yeah. People who didn't watch it. I am gonna head out though. Okay, All right, sweet. catch y'all. Larry Jasmine, appreciate you stopping by, giving yeah. us a yeah. have a safe trip. That. Yes, Thanks. ma'am. I'll see Recap next week. Mm-hmm. It's not gonna be too crazy. We're going to the country. Uh, not country, but you know. All right. Well, safe travels, girl. All right. Yes. Y'all have a good weekend. Yes, next ma'am. Week. All right, Figgy. Let's get into this Chappelle special. Yes. Let's dig into it. I know you and me both saw it. Uh, it's been very controversial. Dave Chappelle released a new comedy special on Netflix called Sticks and Stones. Mm-hmm. Very controversial. He made it a point to agitate as many <laughs> people as he could, I think, with this one. You think so? Uh, 100%. <laughs> but uh, so, yeah, uh, the the remix, the reaction's been mixed. I think a lot of people thought it was hilarious. While some people thought, you know, he went too far. He was trying too hard to get canceled. Blah, 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 blah. But we'll get into your reaction first, man. What did you think when you saw the special? Uh, I was cracking up, man. Because I, I ain't gonna lie, I like the other Dave Chappelle specials, but it didn't, I, I wasn't like cracking up as much as I was with this one. Because this one, I felt like he, I felt like he attacked everything that people have a problem with. Yeah. And this one, it wasn't, it wasn't like he was talking about a personal story or anything like that. Everything we had a problem with in this day and age, he talked about. Yep. And one of the reasons why I think he, he's one of the greatest and he getting better with time is everything we could plan about in this day and age, he brought it up and pretty much had a solution for it. He, he pretty much this, uh, he pretty much showed us how stupid we sound mm-hmm. for, um, being so upset about something. 
So, uh, for instance, he was talking about the, um, I think he mentioned the transgender mm-hmm. thing or um, how people, you know, have the right to feel like they're a man or uh, they're a boy, they're a girl or whatever. Mm-hmm. They could identify themselves at that if they feel like they are. And he mentioned how, you know, he said that's like a black person saying, hey, I'm Asian mm-hmm. and started talking like an Asian or, yeah. you know, doing all this other stuff. And he said, don't, you know, you look at me like, damn, something wrong with you. Or, mm-hmm. You look crazy. And, you know, we laughed at it. And, it, you know, he did. I mean, we will look at somebody crazy if, you know, if I was walking around saying I'm white and I'm talking, I'm talking like a white person. Mm-hmm. You're going to be like, what the fuck? Like, no, you're not white. Like, yes, I ain't. That's how I identify myself. That's how some people look at. You know, people who identify themselves at, as the opposite sex. Yeah. And and the way the world is, we got to believe them. We got to, you know, go, go by what they think. Mm-hmm. So he brung up, he pretty much brung it to the table on, you know, how some people, you know, high look. So I kind of liked it, man. Yeah, he had a lot of moments like that. I thought his take on abortion was kind of brilliant, too. (laughs) He said he basically thinks that a woman should have a right to kill the child if she wants, but a man should have a choice to not have to support it if you have it. (laughs) You know, if you can kill it, I should be able to at least abandon it. Yeah. And if I'm wrong, maybe we're all wrong. So I thought that was pretty brilliant, man. Um, I'm a big fan of Dave Chappelle. I never thought, and people always put Dave Chappelle and Chris Rock against each other and say, which one's better? Yeah. I think they're better at different things. Mm-hmm. Um, I think Chris Rock's stand-up is just better, honestly. Mm-hmm. I think Dave Chappelle is at the point in his career where he can just kind of get up there and freestyle a little bit. Yeah. I definitely, I'm not saying he didn't write or plan out the special, but I feel like it was more so just naturally. It felt, especially towards the middle and end, yeah. I thought it started off way stronger than it finished. Yeah, some of the stuff, the whole thing about the uh, the the meth addict, <laughs> and he yeah. had to go buy a gun. That was one of them stories. I was like, eh, you wrap yeah. this one up. Yeah, but um, it started off really strong. I was rolling at some parts. The Michael Jackson part was hilarious. Yeah, uh, a lot of stuff I thought was funny. The funny part is when he said, "Oh yeah, I'm gonna imitate somebody." And then yes. he started, oh, you can't do that, duh. I'm going to take everything you got. I'm like, That's guess you. who that was? That's you. That was hilarious too, man. That, yeah. And I felt like he made it a point, you know. And Dave Chappelle, is, he, he got so famous. He got so much money. He's one of the few people who can just say, fuck it. Mm-hmm. You know, and people reacted the way he knew they would react. They put yeah. out all these articles talking about Dave Chappelle doesn't believe Michael Jackson accusers uh, 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 defends Michael Jackson, all this stuff. And, and yeah, of course, they reacted to how he knew he would. But they at the end of the day, they proved his point. Yeah, you know, going and he to a said that's why show. I don't be doing no comedy shit. Yeah, with your motherfuckers. <laughs> <laughs> that's exactly why. Yes, that's why he locks phones at his show so you can't record and talk about what he said. He mm. that's why. I mean, it's it's hard to because some people go to the extreme to hate on this woke culture. Yeah, and so you don't want to defend that. You know, the mm-hmm. people who act outright racist and insensitive to everything because they just hate the fact that everybody gets offended so easily. Mm-hmm. You don't want to defend that. But at the same time, people really did take this woke shit too far, man. It's way too far, yeah. man. 
Yes. They can't take a joke. You can joke about anybody, but you can't joke about transgender people. Yeah. Really? Mm-hmm. Come on, man. J- Chappelle done joked about every single race, every single ethnicity, everybody on his show. Yeah. Everybody it's, was cool with that. It's cool when you could joke about niggas all yes. day. <laughs> but you can't, you know, you can't joke about, uh, now you can't joke about Mexicans. Yes. Or you can't joke Gay about. Gay people. Yeah. Suddenly so, people have to be protected and they can't be a subject of a joke. Yeah. You know, so it's. It's funny because like. I'm, you know, when I was watching it, like some of the stuff he's saying, it's kind of like, oh shit, but it was, you, you can't help but to laugh. Yes. And you, he not sitting there, you know, on, on oath or whatever, like giving my, you know, this is what I think. Yes. It's not a press conference yeah, where he's just not, talking about it. It's what not he, a, a book on his life. Mm-hmm. He's sitting up there. Just cutting shit. That's like somebody in the living room, man. Like you sitting in the living room with your uncle, and he just talking shit. Like man, R. Kelly, like ain't nothing wrong. You know you mess with some little girls before. <laughs> you kind of like man, you laughing. You like man, you stupid man. Chill out, man. But it ain't no damn no uh you you canceled. Yes. To me, that's all it was, man. People need to go back to where they need to realize these guys are comedians. Mm-hmm. It's not wrong with pushing the limit. Like, it, you can push the limit, man. Like, I understand if it's, if you be, if you doing something and it's not funny. Mm-hmm. You, you know, because I know Paul Mooney had them moments. Yeah. Where he did shit and it wasn't funny. Yeah. I get it. But he's sitting there joking. He's a comedian. It's sad, man, because number one, I almost feel like, People forget who Dave Chappelle was when he came up. I think people have a, the people who watched this special and got offended. I'm like, have you ever watched any of Dave Chappelle's I, shit? No, I think they, I think people that was offended seen the headlines and say, or maybe seeing people talking about how funny it was. I and, think, oh, let me go see it. I don't think these people was watching Chappelle's show or watching any other stand up. I don't know because some people, Act like, oh, Dave Chappelle just isn't funny anymore. Oh, Dave Chappelle lost it. Oh, Dave Chappelle's just trying to get canceled. But I'm like, see, the Chappelle show was one of the most offensive things, really, if you wanted to be offended by anything. Mm -hmm. The Chappelle show itself had so much stuff in it that I don't think they would even do today. Yeah. If they had to do it back, you no, know, they. So, I'm, I'm glad it came out around oh, that time definitely. because you see, uh, De- what Desmond Howard, Desmond Howard, he, mm-hmm. um, he said, "Do I got do Desmond Howard got to choke a bitch?" Yes, he got. He ball. got. He had to I make had to apology. Apologize. Yeah, man. To be fair, he was like on ESPN. Yeah, no, I no, he, no. I get why he got in yeah. trouble, but it was people thinking he was really talking about choking a yeah. woman. It's like y'all ain't see Dave Chappelle. Y'all ain't mm-hmm. see that. One of the funniest skits on there. Yes. <laughs> so that's the part that bothered me. I knew I knew you should have got in trouble because you can't do all that shit on ESPN yeah. at eleven o'clock in the morning. Wayne Brady a hundred percent would not do that skit today. Nah, he, he barely nah. wanted to do it when it actually happened. Yeah, he would one hundred percent not now. do that skit today where he's slapping the bitch for not paying him and all this shit. <laughs> What's funny is I felt like he got a little more credit for doing that. He did. Because he had that reputation of, you know, being the um Yeah, he made uh Al Roker look like Malcolm X. Yeah. Or whatever that was. Yeah. yeah. But um 
Yeah, I felt like white people kind of liked them a little more because they felt like it was a little edgy after that. Yeah. <laughs> but anyway, it's just, I don't know, man. It, it's, it's, it's crazy. I think, I feel like the people that was upset with the whole stand-up and, and that was offended never really seen Dave Chappelle before. Nah. They just seen that part. And the other, the other people that was saying that it wasn't funny is people that only seen Chappelle show. Yeah. So they looking for him to play Tyrone Biggums or, yeah. or all that type of shit. He not that type of com- he, to me he wasn't that type of comedian. Mm-hmm. And like I said, now I think I think he's just getting better with time, man. He not out here doing extra shit. Yeah. He kind of to me kind of spit knowledge. He he saying hot some shit people do look so stupid. And if if I did this, then y'all would they got was stupid. I forgot what else he said in that um in that stand up that kind of come. Oh, him saying he, I guess with com, he, he was working with um Comedy Central, mm-hmm. and they said he couldn't say the word faggot. Yeah, but he could say nigger all day. Yeah, yeah. And then, yeah how the lady said, "Oh, where you're you're not gay," or mm-hmm. and then you're like, "Wait a minute, but <laughs> I could say nigger." Yeah. But I'm not a, you know. So he kind of making them points where he like, damn, okay. Yeah. Like to they be, letting us, they letting him say that word. To be fair, um, <laughs> if you watch the commentary, and I was obsessed with Chappelle's show, so I watched the DVD commentary on everyone. They had to fight a battle to be able to say nigger on air. Yeah. Um, they had to go back and forth. It wasn't like they just put it in and it was like, all, it was all good. Oh, they no, actually had it. to go back and forth with the you know standards and practices people and Comedy Central themselves and have meetings over why they have to be able to say nigger in the first sketch that Clayton Bigsby sketch. Yeah, <laughs> no, I I get it. I know it wasn't that simple, but yeah. the broad statement is, yeah. you know, we can say this all day long. It could be a hundred slave type of movies, exactly. or it could be a hundred racist type of burning Mississippi type of movies, mm-hmm. and there's no problem with that. But yeah. if somebody do a stand up, which is, you know, is stand ups, not true stories. Yeah. You know what I mean, they're not allowed to do that. They could get canceled for that. That's the part that I understand, too, man. Like with how people cancel shit. Like ain't nobody about to cancel no movie. Like, it, like all these baby boy type of movies or mm-hmm. I ain't trying to say baby boy, but all these hood movies that portray black people in a certain way yeah like don't nobody say shit about those movies but if it's like a stand-up it's like oh no you can't do that i mean to the greater point we could talk about rap music honestly yeah i I agree i agree man (laughs) oh i bring this one up because it was the most (laughs) uh recent one that i can think of that perfectly illustrates the point um 21 savage had that line uh about the jews making money basically i forget what the fucking line was basically yeah. making money like a Jew mm-hmm. and he had to apologize for that meanwhile on his album with uh what was it uh Offset and Metro Boomin mm-hmm. he had a song called or something like I call it KKK cause my chopper hate niggas mm. nobody, nobody he ain't never had to apologize for that line yeah. and he's talking about a genocide yeah. <laughs> but he brings up the word Jew period everything is kosher yeah, <laughs> like just saying y'all got money. He had to apologize for that. Yeah, so they let niggas I, 
just say whatever about niggas. I agree. Yeah, but like you can't say nothing about nobody else. We can talk about killing else. each other all day mm-hmm. long. Like that sh- shit might win a Grammy for real, for real. Yes. But as soon as you do something else, it's like, oh no. So that's I don't know, man. That's why I don't understand. Like people, like we don't draw the line. We don't. Oh hell no. Like we move the goalposts all the time. So I I just don't get it, man. Because Dave Chappelle, if he his stand up now, if he had a movie like that, I don't think people would be boycotting the movie. Yeah. I don't think people. Oh, it's just a movie. But a stand up is like, oh no, they, that's what he think or he mm-hmm. said that. Like it's a stand up. Like what's the difference between that and the movie? It's not based on a true story. Yeah. It ain't like there's no bat footage or something. Uh, I mean, they even behind the scenes, you know, saying all this shit about people. They even cancel movies now, though, man, because remember that movie that was supposed to come out about um, people getting hunted for being like MAGA people or whatever. Really? Yeah. You didn't hear about this. Mm -mm. I forget the details, but basically some movie was supposed to come out where conservative people are being hunted by like liberal people or something. Mm. And conservative people like the Fox News crowd got upset and they had to cancel the movie. Oh, I ain't know that. So it's like, <laughs> can, yeah. but people are like, can we see the context? Imagine a great point, by the way, that got canceled, but we had a movie where white people are literally kill, kidnapping black people and, <laughs> and stealing their bodies. But yeah. and that was okay. Yeah. But we can't put this one out. Mm-hmm. Okay. So <laughs> it's people. I don't know. It's, I don't know. That's what I'm saying. Like, I mean, if we're going to bring it all to the table, man. Bring it all. Don't sit here and say, "Oh no, this is bad." But you talk, you talking about killing other black people. That's cool. Exactly. We can uh, initiate our own downfall, but we can't talk about anybody else. Can't but mention we nobody can't else. Mention nobody. We can't talk disrespectful like anybody else. And, and like he said, man, they try to take everything you got. Yeah. They try to and they they want to end your life. They want you in jail. All type of other shit, man. That's why I always said, man, the worst thing you can do is apologize. Yes. And that's where Kevin Hart messed up. He should have stood yeah. strong, I felt. And crazy part about was he was doing the comedy sketch, right? Or no, it was, was a tweet. It? There were tweets. So oh. yes, you can he was a comedian, so of course he was joking. Yeah. But I mean How look, many jokes? I mean, do com- like comedians joke on Twitter all the fucking time. By the way, this was in the early days of Twitter were the fucking Wild West. Yes. Everybody was saying any crazy thing yes. they could for clout. Yes. It was a it was not the Twitter it is today where people get suspended and banned for hate speech or whatever. Nah, yes. it was anything goes roast session all day, every day. Mm-hmm. Twitter, I miss old Twitter, man. It was fucking man, hilarious, right? Um, so yeah, I think we both enjoyed the new Chappelle special. Yes, uh, so check that out check if you it haven't out, seen please. it. Yes, definitely dope. <laughs> um, let's talk about some more stuff that's been unveiled in this NFL and Jay Z partnership, real quick, because people are upset about this. Of course, anything that happens with this, people are going to be mad about. So <laughs> <Yes>. <laughs> whatever. Um. So some details were announced from uh, the partnership between Jay-Z and the NFL. It's this press release says the NFL is to launch Inspire Change Apparel and Songs of the Season through its social justice platform, Inspire Change. Meek Mill, Megan Trainer, and Rhapsody named Inspire Change Advocates. So number one, this seems like a 
random mix of artists just drawn out a hat. <laughs> the Megan Trainer kind of Megan Trainer and yeah, Rhapsody. That kind of threw me. I understand Meat Mill and Rhapsody, but Megan Trainer really threw me. I off. don't even understand Rhapsody. Like really? how many people know her well enough to be? Oh, I guess she's a socially I, conscious I, one. It, no, I can see Put her Cardi B in there. I mean, I can see uh, Rhapsody. I guess. Um, I don't know, being, I guess, other people, I guess, lack of a better word. I don't know. It seems more like a wait. I don't know, because if you're if you're trying I, to make a PR but, thing for people to inspire awareness, why would you put somebody nobody but, knows? Really? But see, if you put somebody like a Cardi B on there, it's going to be like, oh, you just do, doing that because she the hottest right now. Well, Megan Trainor's on there, too. That, that's what I'm saying. That's, <laughs> so, no, that's what I'm saying. I don't get, like, Rhapsody. I kind of understand because it's like you're not doing it because she the hottest person or yeah. everybody know who she is and people won't click. A lot of people still don't know who she is. So yes. I respect that part because, you know, if I, yeah, I respect that. I just don't understand the Megan, Megan training for it. Yeah, me neither. <laughs> but people are upset about the apparel part. I'll go more into the uh, uh, press release. It says, Today the NFL and Rock Nation announced the launch of Inspired Change Apparel and Songs of the Season as part of their new partnership. Inspired Change will uh, Inspired Change Apparel, a new social enterprise model, will fund and support Inspired Change programs across the country. Proceeds from this venture will support organizations committed to the key priorities of Inspired Change education and economic empowerment, police and community uh, community relations, and criminal justice reform. The Inspired Change apparel line, designed by artists, will be available later in the 2019 season. Songs of the Season is a multi-tier, season-long initiative that will highlight superstars of and emerging artists of all genres. Songs of the Season will showcase musicians that will create and deliver a song to be integrated in the all-NFL promotions during each month and during the season. The songs will debut during an in-game broadcast and will be simultaneously released to all digital streaming platforms worldwide. Uh, all proceeds from the songs will go toward Inspire Change. Um, okay. So they're selling shirts <laughs> and there's, I guess, selling songs, but the songs will not, will be donated to better yeah. causes. But the apparel, I didn't see anything about the apparel being all donated towards that. People are more upset because it seems like, okay, y'all selling merch. Yeah. <laughs> and that's all that's happening here. <laughs> so I have a reaction to this. Number one, people are saying, oh, okay. So, so now the master plan is there's no master plan. It's just all about merch and songs. The NFL sells merch for every single thing they do. Mm-hmm. They sell merch for breast cancer awareness. They spell, they sell merch for Hispanic heritage. They sell merch for everything that plays anti-bullying. They do anti-bullying. Everything they do, they sell t-shirts and shit for it. Mm-hmm. So I'm not surprised they're selling t-shirts for this too. Yeah. The song thing, I think that's going to be kind of corny. It just seems like oh, Megan Trainer is going to be on this Sunday night football game doing a song about economic empowerment or something i don't know yeah. <laughs> man that sounds kind of corny to me but i mean if things are being put to a good cause i can't 100 percent hate on it but what do you think figgy i'm okay with it man because look a couple years ago you you wouldn't have heard no rap song 
on a Sunday night football nah, game they, or anything Sunday like that. Sunday night football plays rap on their broadcast, but well, yeah. going into a commercial break, yeah, well, maybe, true. yeah. <laughs> but like, if it's how we think it's gonna be, like some type of rhapsody empowerment song or something like that, yeah, that's better than what it was doing before. Because shit, when, when was I mean until recently, we ain't have they quit. Um, putting rappers on Super Bowl stages like that. Mm-hmm. It wasn't. It was to me the the I mean the NBA is rap friendly. They work with rappers, you know, pretty closely. Mm-hmm. The NFL didn't really work with rappers that close like that. So to me, um, and like you said, if it's going towards a good cause and you know, doing T-shirts and stuff like that, man, that to me that was that was my whole big beef. Like, we got breast cancer awareness. We got um, anti-bullying awareness. All these different different awareness, but it was nothing for black folks to me. Yeah. It, it really wasn't nothing. It, it wasn't nothing that stuck out. And the the good thing about the NBA, when, you know, the stuff that Colin Neal for, mm-hmm. stuff, when, whenever stuff like that happens, the NBA always show some type of support even yeah. if it's like warm-ups where they wearing hoodies or wearing some type of shirt to show support they allow them to do that even though i'm sure the rules say you can't wear personalized shirts and stuff like that on the court but the nba at least you know let you slide with something like something something big that happened like with trayvon martin they let miami you know wear certain shit or mm-hmm. The I Can't Breathe shirts with, I think, is it Eric Gardner? Oh, uh, yeah, yeah. Yeah, they Garner. let, you know, players wear that type of stuff on the, on the court. The NFL never did anything like that. And I think that was the big problem. I think if they let players express themselves and, you know, during times like that, I don't think Colin would be kneeling like that. I think, I think. I think um, I think everything would be you know better than what it is now, but I think I mean I think it's a a start <laughs> because like I said, it wasn't doing that before. Yeah, um, I'm critical of how the NFL would handle this because um, and Pete, there's been stories on this stuff before, like some of the stuff that the NFL does these programs for, they don't really put a whole lot of money into. The whole breast cancer awareness thing was kind of exposed as a sham <laughs> a few years ago. So there's stuff like this. And I do feel like part of this is just a here you go, blacks. Take this bone. You know, hey, we we inspire change. But uh, you would think you would hope that with Jay-Z at the helm, he would actually make sure things are being done and not let him just be used as a face of something. Yeah. So hopefully his involvement will mean that this will actually produce results in communities and help out certain situations, but I don't know. We got to wait and see still, man. I still yeah. think it's too early, yeah. even though people are canceling him just because they're selling shirts. I'm like, y'all thought they weren't going to yeah. make shirts of this shit. Look, Come I, on now. Look, that part don't bother me at all, man. Yeah. Like, if, I mean, if you, like, ain't nothing wrong with buying a shirt. That's Kaepernick showing... sold merch, okay? That's Let's what I'm be saying. Real. So everything's supposed to be free? <laughs> <laughs> That's what I'm saying. Like every like nothing in life is free. Yes. Like 
if and if it's going to a good cause, I don't see nothing wrong with it, man. Like at least the NFL is somewhat behind it. Yes. You know what I mean? Because like I said, you could go back in time, they wasn't doing nothing like that. So I'm I'm cool with it, man. I just but like you said, you I gotta see more. Like see what else they do and see how how they work it. But to me it's a to me it's a a big step. <laughs> I agree, Because man. at one point, we was complaining about not having no black people at the halftime show. Mm-hmm. So, to me, if the NFL is willing to do this, partner up with, you know, Rhapsody and Meek Mill and, you know, do stuff like that, man, I think I think it's a huge step. I agree. And um, when Kaepernick dropped that merch, including that limited edition jersey, uh, for $150. I didn't see no one complaining about, oh, he's selling out just trying to sell us a shirt or something over uh, and, and act like it's activism. I didn't see... I, I had a problem with that. Did you? That's when I started raising eyebrows about <laughs> Colin Kaepernick because I'm like, okay, if you're really supposed to represent socialism and all this power to the people stuff, this is something only elitists could afford to spend money on. A $150 blank jersey with the name Kaepernick on it. <laughs> so I had a problem with that. But nobody else said shit, so I'm like, okay, y'all fine being consumers. But now everybody's upset that the NFL is going to probably charge yeah. 20 bucks for a Inspire Chain shirt. Yeah. Whatever. I, do you think if if they had, say for instance, they had all of this in place. Yeah. Say for instance, we it do what we think it's going to do. Do you think Ka- uh, Kaepernick, if he was still in the league, say he never got out the league, you think mm-hmm. he would have kneeled during this or you think he would be fine with how the NFL is running things? Wait, are you saying that if he was kneeling before that he was? No, if he wasn't. I mean, if he if he never kneeled, do mm-hmm. you think he? You know, do you think he eventually kneel on something? Or because I felt like the whole problem was the NFL really. He, uh, I guess it wasn't no awareness. Yeah. Do you think that would? You, do you think that would have been enough where, you know, he wouldn't never kneel? Well, that's kind of like a chicken before, before the egg argument because you really can't have this situation without the kneeling in the first place. Yeah. You know, so it's hard to imagine the NFL even caring about this or doing this without Colin Kaepernick raising these issues by kneeling in the first place. So yeah. I don't know. I mean, for ex- I think a better question would be maybe would he stop kneeling after all this yeah. stuff came out. Yeah. And I don't know about that. Yeah, I just I mean, I'm maybe I'm wrong. I don't know. I just think it's a good idea because they like I said they weren't doing that before. And now we I, I guess they bring more awareness to what, you know, we we've been talking about for, for um for years. Yeah. So, I mean, I just don't see how people are upset about it. Like why ha, wh- wh- have a problem with it and the NFL is now working with a Jay-Z and people like that to help bring awareness. Yeah. That was the whole purpose, right? I mean, honestly, something like this is all the NFL can do. They can't well, force yeah. a team to sign Kaepernick. Yeah. Okay. Well, they just can't do that. And that was my next question. Like, what do you want? Like, if you had a chance to tell the NFL what to do, what would you have them do? The the it is all been boiled down to get Kaepernick a job. Yeah, that's it, all it is. It now. switched from the whole purpose. Yes, it <laughs> that's, did. That's the funny part about it. Like it did. now, the purpose is you know once he get back in the league, then we'll start watching it. Yeah, 
that's all it boiled down to now. <laughs> and so it's, it's they they can't force a team to take Kaepernick, but they can try to make moves to actually affect communities and help inspire change, quote unquote. But we'll see how they handle it. Hopefully yeah. they do it better than they did the whole breast cancer thing and all that stuff. Yeah. But I mean, this is all they can do. Yeah. So if this is not good enough, then it'll never be good enough. That's what I'm saying. You never going to watch the this. NFL again. Then. Exactly. <laughs> and half these niggas are lying. They watch in the NFL or they never cared about it to begin with. Yeah. But whatever. Yeah. Um, so shit, man. I don't want to talk about this chicken sandwich shit anymore. I had some topics about it, but I don't give a fuck. Um, <laughs> oh, they're sold out. We'll just mention that. Popeyes. Okay, fuck it. We'll Did talk we talk- about it. Uh, okay, yeah, I'm about to say, we didn't talk about that last nah. week. So I went last week, uh, and they were sold out from all the locations I checked and pretty much everywhere else. Um, Popeyes made a tweet on social media. Basically saying that they're sold out of chicken sandwiches everywhere (laughs) and they will be having some soon and to know when they're going to have some, you have to install the app and get an alert. And other than that, you just got to go to Popeye's every day and get everything else from their menu (laughs) instead. Um, How much of this do you think was planned and how much do you think is organic with this whole chicken sandwich thing? Um, I think the whole, um, the way people, I guess, went after the sandwich, I don't think they knew that was going to happen. Yeah. So I think, um, yeah, I think, I think it was tough on their workers because it's not Chick-fil-A where they got 20 people in the kitchen Mm -hmm. doing everything. Popeye's, you lucky to have five people on the shift. So they had Chip Filet lines with five people working inside. I think yes. I think that caught them off guard. I think that's when you see a lot of, you know, we seen a lot of the fights and all this other stuff. So I don't think they ran out. I think they just stopped. But I'm not saying they had the chicken sandwiches in the stores. I'm I'm sure they ran out in the stores, but I don't think they just totally ran out of chicken sandwich. I think they said once we sell out of them, we going, you know, stop it for right now yeah i think they're gonna try to come up with some type of organized plan but i don't think they sold out where you're like wow you know wait we gotta get some more chickens and you know nah. i think they trying to find a better way to you know i guess cover the crowd a little bit i agree actually that's a better theory than i had i just thought Mm -hmm. that basically um they saw it take off and like you said, they weren't ready for it, but they pulled it all just to build more demand for it. Yeah. But I do think actually looking back, I don't think they were equipped to handle the traffic that they got from yeah. this chicken sandwich. I don't think the they had enough staff. I don't think they had a system in place because you see Chick-fil-A, they're ready to get crowded. Yeah. You know, they're, they, they're ready to handle they, big crowds. Yeah. And um, whoever set up Chick-fil-A, they, they was perfect with it, man, because... Like no matter how long the line is, yeah, it seems to go you by end quick. it out within five minutes. Exactly. And when you go inside, you look behind that counter, you got at least twenty people on yeah. shift, and uh, it just rolls so smooth. Like you never mess up anything. Popeyes is not that type of re- Popeyes yeah. is right there with uh, McDonald's or in KFC. Popeyes can take a while. 
Yeah. You can be in that line for 30 minutes if it's a really they, crowded day. Yeah. I was in the line um, one time. I, I, so I was in line for Frenchies. Mm-hmm. He, the Frenchies over. I forgot what ward that is, but. It was I went to I went to Frenchies. The line was like out the street. Like you would have thought they had a damn chicken sandwich. Yeah. But um we ain't feel like waiting in line. So we just said, oh, ain't nobody at Popeyes. Do you know they took like twenty minutes? Damn. For a fucking order. <laughs> and the shit, the fries was cold. Oh man. It was, I mean, it was just classic Popeyes to the point. I'm like, man, this is what I expected. <laughs> like I wasn't even surprised. Oh but, man. But yeah, I mean Yes, and I'm sure there's only like three people working there too. Yes. So just imagine, you know, somebody set off a tweet, and everybody come to that Popeyes looking mm-hmm. for this chicken sandwich. And like I said, it's a it's a chicken place. It's not a chicken sandwich place where they practice how to make you know chicken sandwiches and burgers and shit. Yeah. Just imagine making. I guess fucking forty of those, and within yeah, an hour, they had a whole lot. Yeah, I mean, you can't do that. They weren't trained for that shit. Yeah, they gotta, they gotta redo their whole organization. They, they do. Um, number one, they should probably have a limit per customer. Yeah, because people were buying a whole shitload of chicken sandwiches at one time. Because like three ninety nine. Yeah, so a, people a, yeah. apparently Quavo was out here buying a whole truckload of fucking chicken sandwiches and selling them for a thousand dollars each. That's crazy. I, I'm kind of depressed. I mean, rappers are really broke. <laughs> yeah, if you got a slain chicken sandwiches for a thousand bucks each. You can get that shit to the homeless. You can get that shit to people who need it. Mm-hmm. Uh, Quavo's an asshole for that video, but whatever. <laughs> um, so yeah. Yeah, they they weren't ready for the smoke. Oh hell no! And like like a lot of people, like I wouldn't I wouldn't even compare it to Chick Fil A. I don't I think they two different type of restaurants. Yeah, like that like I said, Chick Fil A is a chicken chicken sandwich spot. Mm-hmm. Popeyes is a chicken spot. They don't specialize in chicken sandwiches. Yeah, I mean I know it might sound a little crazy, but like when I worked at KSC. They didn't. They had like a little chicken tender sandwich or something. Yeah. They people weren't prepared to make fifty of them at mm. a time. So just imagine, you know, like you got three people on shift trying to make all these chicken sandwiches. Yeah. Like they weren't ready for it, but I think yeah. there that might be the cause of the delay. They're trying to reorganize a reorganize the whole organization. Yeah. And uh yeah, we'll see about that. I would hate to be, you know, employee at Popeyes right. in that time, man. Uh, I don't know, man. <laughs> um, I bet the day goes about quick because you're just fucking working, slanging them chicken sandwiches all day. Um yeah. so KFC responded by selling vegan chicken now. <laughs> and they've even had a whole green restaurant in Atlanta. <laughs> I don't get why people like isn't the point of vegan to not even want anything that resembles an animal. Why yeah. the fuck is there so much meat substitutes in vegan diets? Sometimes vegan people make me sick, man. No, they do make me sick. They they get all in your face. Soon as something like this come out, like yes. I think the Burger King Impossible Burger. Wow, yeah, you got to try. They get all in your face. Yeah. It tastes just like a real burger. Bitch, no, it don't. Yes. No, it don't. Just uh, or uh, the buffalo, um, the um, cauliflower buffalo chicken. Mm-hmm. Yeah, it just it tastes just like buffalo chicken. Like, nah, man, no, no, it don't. Like, I try to eat that shit, man. 
and it do not taste the same. So I don't know if it's they mental thing where they try to be like, yeah, it's good, and yeah, I can still eat normal. I can still hang. I don't know. Yeah. Are you ready for another edition of Conspiracy Corner with Ryan Rocket? Yeah. I think, and I I look at a lot of news articles. I look at a lot of things going on. I think there is a nationwide conspiracy to, within time, wean all people off of meat. Mm. And I see this through a lot of articles talking about how there's a meat shortage, not enough meat to feed everybody, Mm. meat being increasingly unhealthy, vegan being the way to go, all these celebrities pushing this vegan lifestyle, saying that it can change your life. Um, all these fast food, and that, that's how you know something's not healthy. When fast food restaurants start doing it, yeah, that's how you know something's up with this so-called vegan diet. Right. When a fast food restaurant starts selling vegan, <laughs> and you have the vegan Whopper, you have <laughs> vegan chicken now, yeah. um, and I keep seeing these articles pop up about how meat is bad, meatless is good. Um, I think they are trying to wean us off of meat and have us eat meat substitutes in about 20 <laughs> years. I'm telling you, man, yeah. in 20 years plus, I think meat will be considered like a delicacy mm. that you have to pay top dollar for. Mm. And otherwise, you're eating meat substitutes. You're eating Impossible Whoppers, which will just be the regular Whopper. Yeah. <laughs> no, for and real. This change will happen slowly, slow, so gradually that we will barely notice it until we look back and be like, damn, we used to eat meat every day. Yeah. <laughs> Imagine yeah. how good we had it back in 2019. Damn. Yeah. That kind that kind of makes sense because sometimes it'd be to the point like, how the fuck did they make this? Yes. What is it? And nobody can never yes. ever give me a, it's a real whole answer. shitload of processed stuff in it, man. Yeah. Like beans. And, and- how do you know what it is? Like looking on the label don't tell you what yes. it is. Them, them labels lie all the time. Yeah, it, it's some. It's a. If you ever look at the ingredients of like an Impossible Whopper, it's just a bunch of shit you can't pronounce, mixed with beans, mixed with random stuff, and just you don't even know what this stuff comes from, man. Yeah. So I don't trust it. I did vegan for a little bit. I tried the vegan burgers. I tried all that stuff. It tastes like shit. Like honestly, <laughs> it just doesn't taste good. I saw no significant health benefits from going vegan. Honestly. Yeah, I, yeah, I feel I was, better now eating meat again. Really? Yeah, mm. I eat chicken. I don't eat a lot of steak and like you know red meat or dark meat, but I eat a lot of chicken. Mm. I feel better now. So yeah, yeah, I, yeah. I just, I mean, one of my life's goals is to you know eat better because I I, I wanted to become a, a a vegan, but I just I don't know, man. I I see a lot of healthy people who eat meat. I mean, not not saying they're going crazy with it, but they watch what they eat and, yeah. and they still eat meat and they still live a healthy life. So I don't know. I mean, to me, unless vegan, unless you were vegan and you live to like 200 years old or something like we all going to we all going to die. Yeah. <laughs> we all going to. I mean, it depends how, how healthy you eat. And I just don't know. Like maybe I'm wrong. I don't know. Maybe we need a vegan, uh, uh, a vegan expert or something to show us facts and all this other shit. Yeah. But I don't know, man. When celebrities start trying to get us to do things, that's when I start getting worried. 
are they member. Get paid for it. <laughs> yeah. Well, just I feel like they are they are our new gods, basically. Yeah. You know, we worship them and we do what they tell us to do. <laughs> and when Jay Z and Beyonce had this that concert to or or that contest to give lifetime tickets away to somebody who transitioned to a vegan lifestyle, yeah. like what the fuck? Yeah. And, and certain like uh, Jaden Smith giving out free vegan meals to the homeless. Like yeah. what the fuck? <laughs> you yeah. see these things, and I'm like, what are people promoting here? Really, what is so special about this vegan lifestyle that yeah. we all have to just acquiesce to it? Mm-hmm. I don't know. But um, that's just me. Maybe I'm just crazy, but I just see uh-huh. things and I think differently. I mean, I want to try it. I want to. I mean, I would like to live that lifestyle, but I don't know. I just I don't know, man. I know some healthy ass people who lived a long life. Yeah. And, you know, not saying you got eat all this fat and shit and sugar and all that. But to me, everything got everything. I mean, it's pros and cons to everything. Yeah. You can't just sit there and be vegan. And then it's like, Oh, everything perfectly fine. No. Oreos are vegan. Yes. Vegan lifestyle is not a healthy lifestyle necessarily. Depends on what you eat. That's what I'm saying, man. People feel like, Oh yeah, I don't eat that meat. Uh, uh, yeah. But you eating all this fucking sugar. Yes. Or you eating a whole bunch of salt. You know what I mean? That shit ain't going to make Processed it no better. food. Yes. Yeah. To me, when people talk like this, it's kind of like, uh, to me, it's kind of like when people say, oh, I got to move out the city. It's too mm. much crime here. Like, all right, where are you going to heaven? Right. Like, <laughs> let me move where you moving, where there's mm. no crime, no, you know, nothing to worry about. Yeah. <laughs> I feel you, man, but we'll see. I'm you want to try the vegan chicken? Oh, no. I'm done with vegan stuff, I man. wonder how they make it, man. Like, Because I seen the picture. It looked like a bucket of chicken. Yeah. So what the hell is it? It's better off you not knowing probably, man, because I've seen scary stuff. I've seen articles about talking about how we need to start eating maggots because mm. it's healthier for us and it could feed starving populations. All this stuff is worrying, man, because yeah, I feel like they're going to split bugs into our food at one point and not even tell us. You saying the what the health? I've seen some of it, yeah. Yeah, some. I mean, not saying that shit was just dead on true, but, mm-hmm. like, it's, I don't know. Like, a lot of people feel like, oh, yeah, eat salads, and that's, yeah. you don't know where that lettuce coming from. That's true. You don't know who shitting on that lettuce. Pesticides and all that that's stuff on it. Yeah, yeah so... I don't know. You can't. You really can't trust nothing. Yeah, you, you can't can. trust the water. You can't trust a lot of shit, man. Yeah, and I I feel like if you're vegan, and by the way, vegan is not just a plant based thing. It's there are two different things apparently. It's yeah. The plant based are people who do it for the dietary benefits. Vegans are the ones who believe that animal cruelty is wrong. Yeah. So if you're a vegan, why the fuck do you go to KFC? Yeah. And give money to a place that murders chickens yes. <laughs> for food. I don't get that. Me either. That's, <laughs> that's, that's my other beef, no pun intended, yes. with vegans. <laughs> like, you got the, like I said, man, like, um, what was the dude that um, went off on Gucci? Went at the uh, book? Oh, yeah, yeah, I know you're talking about. Like, you can't be, you can't guy. be vegan if you're wearing all that fur. Yeah. <laughs> 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 Shame on Gucci, yes. animal abuser. <laughs> to me, I mean, he might, he might be full of shit or whatever, but 
to me, that's a real vegan. That is a good point. Yes, <laughs> that's if a real you're a vegan. vegan, it's because you hate animal cruelty, and yeah. you should not be giving money to KFC or Burger King or any fast food restaurant that sells meat. Yeah, like vegans hate. Um, they hate the rodeo. Yeah, you might see them out there <laughs> with their yes. picket signs around rodeo season. I saw him at a yeah. uh, chick, fried chicken festival I went to. Really? Yeah. yeah. It was out there. That, yeah. Those are real vegans. Mm-hmm. You'll see vegans outside of like circuses because that's, I mean, yeah. technically that's animal cruelty. I think they closed down like most circuses. Did they? Yeah. Mm-hmm. Barnum and Bailey ended a few years yeah, ago. Yeah. So you yeah, don't I see that. many I know anymore. That. Yeah. Yeah. They stopped that, all that. Yeah. Fucking ruin everything, man. Yeah. We can't have no fucking circuses and fucking elephants and shit. I was about to say, they can't quite get to the zoos. That's fucking But a annoying. lot of them don't like zoos. Those are next. Yeah. You Those think are so? next. I think so, man. Like, if they, they're closing SeaWorlds down. And to be fair, I heard some terrible things happen at SeaWorld. Yeah. So, fair I enough. Get that. Yeah. But it still sucks. But, like, we could see a real dolphin but, there and it, shit, you know? Yeah. But the zoos are, um, isn't it funded by, like, the, I don't know, the right term, state or. I think that's what I'm saying. It might be a little yeah. hard. Yeah. It might, yeah. It might be a little harder to shut them down, but. I think we'll eventually get to that point of <laughs> fucking canceling everything so much that we got to cancel zoos too. Mm-hmm. I think we'll eventually get there. I don't think it'll be anytime soon, mm-hmm. but I think one day it'll be like we can't keep these animals in, in, in captivity anymore. Yeah. So I think it's coming, man. Yeah, they got a number branded yeah. on them. <laughs> They're slaves, they, basically. Yeah. So Those animals eat your ass up, right? <laughs> With no problem. Fuck, man. Those animals um, ain't no vegan. <laughs> <laughs> right, we're the only ones bold enough to say we fucking are vegans and all yeah. this bullshit, but whatever. <laughs> um, last thing, uh, sorry, it's in the news. So Richard Pryor, I guess his bodyguard has a book coming out, and he spoke about Paul Mooney and how he fell out. Richard Pryor fell out with Paul Mooney, and this bodyguard said that Paul Mooney had sex with. Richard Pryor's son, Richard Pryor Jr., who looks just like him, by the way, if you see him on TMZ, but um, apparently had sex with Richard Pryor's son when he was very young. Mm. Uh, TMZ caught up with Richard Pryor Jr., and he basically, while not flat out saying, yeah, he raped me, he did mention, you know, whatever happened. It was a long time ago. They asked him if it was consensual. He said, how could it be consensual if I was a teenager? Mm. So, looking like this might be true. He looked just like him too. He it's kind of scary. He sounds just like him too. Damn, it's really scary, man. It kind of sucks that he never got into comedy because you know he probably would have been hilarious. <laughs> uh, but yeah, it's I don't know, man. It, this one hurt. This yeah. one hurt, man. I was a big fan of Paul Mooney. Yeah. I thought he was hilarious. I still listen to some of his stuff from now, from time and again. But this, if this is true, this this <laughs> this hurts. I surprised maybe because people don't really care for Paul Mooney like that. Yeah. But I surprised we ain't getting no R. R Kelly type of feeling from this. Uh, mm-hmm. People trying to, I guess, bring him out to the light and cancel him. Yeah, I mean, ha- have you been seeing people? I, I've, I've just been seeing people talk about the article. You're talking about Paul Mooney? Yeah. Well, the thing about Paul Mooney, number one, uh, he's like 80 years old. I think he's sick. I didn't even know he was still doing shows, but I heard everybody yeah. who's seen him recently said he's terrible. Yeah. Like he's senile. He he's kind of just lost it. 
and it, it's, you know, basically he's in bad shape. So it's not like he's on anything to cancel him from. Yeah. It's not like he's selling out shows or anything. Yeah, that's what I'm saying. But, I don't know if that's it. Yeah, but, I think that's it. Yeah. But, I mean, this sucks, man. It do. Because I can't. This is one of those things where I can't go back and act like I like him. Because that's one of the things you where you can separate the art from the I really the can't, man. I really because that's some scum. Think yeah, about it, man. It'll yeah. be one thing if it was like a random kid accusing him, but that's the height of dirty shit, scumbag shit. To your best friend, the yeah. person you came up with, to have sex with his son when he's a teen. Like, come that's on, fucked man. Up, man. We knew Paul Mooney was gay. We also knew Richard Pryor got into some things too. Yeah. But to have his sex with his son man come on now yeah. that's beyond scumbag shit yeah so yeah that that's hard to look past man that's really hard to look past so i don't know everybody's entitled to a fair trial and this is not going to trial because it's not a criminal investigation but still yeah sucks man Damn, but man. yeah i don't know i wonder what's gonna happen now because a lot of people already re- really went fucking with the shows yeah so my guess it might be 10 times worse now yeah I would like why would so. somebody want to go to a show now he canceled some shows he had coming up and like i said i had no idea he was still doing shows but he canceled yeah. a few appearances because uh, of this news he is denying it but uh of course he would deny it man because you can't just you can't say it yeah. happened so yeah. i don't know man people who are close to richard pryor saying it's true and then richard pryor jr himself said it's true basically yeah, so, he said he put a bounty on him yeah he said he put a million dollar hit on him shit and the reason why it wasn't carried out is because uh richard pryor set himself on fire while he was on crack mm. and that stopped everything i guess so i don't know man yeah that that hurts though i would like to hear more stories Within that little circle, I guess. Uh, Richard Pryor got like that little circle. I don't know. It's it's a lot of crazy shit that yeah. we'll probably be like, what? That shit happened? I don't think. I mean, a lot of stuff that happened in the 70s and 80s, man, I think we're better. I'll probably just not knowing. <laughs> Some stuff about Richard Pryor came out. Um, the fact that he had sex with Marlon Brando mm. came out. Um, the fact that he dated a transgender woman. Mm. And that came out. So I think there's a lot of stuff. I don't, I don't know if we need to hear it. You know, I don't know I if mean, we'll taint our to, idea of what Richard Pryor was. To me, it is what it is. I mean, for the simple fact, we know all that part. Yeah. Like, wh- how worse can it get? Unless it's somebody. It always get unless, worse, man. I mean, unless it's another celebrity. And then we start looking at that other celebrity. But I don't know. Like, I, think I wouldn't sec- be surprised if I hear anything else. I think the 70s and 80s was a crazy time, man. And I think we haven't heard the worst. of. For example, think of all the stuff we heard about Rick James. Yeah. I think there's a lot worse that I never think, got uh, uncovered. Without a doubt. Without Charlie a doubt. Murphy even said, you know, out of respect, there's some stuff I'll never talk about yeah. about Rick James. Yeah. So I think there's a hundred times worse things than we know. That happened in the 70s I, and 80s, man. I believe so, it, man. We might just be better off not knowing. We, we got to talk to Quincy Jones, man. <laughs> Quincy Jones, I think he let the cannon loose a little bit too much, but hopefully he don't go too far. Yeah. I, I feel like he, I feel like he about to die, man, yeah, when he started letting sadly, loose like that. Sadly. That will yeah. be a sad day when Quincy Jones died, man. I'll be man. fucking broken up. I might call off a word, man. <laughs> <laughs> I need time. My, right. My uncle died. 
Um, is there anything else that happened this week, man? I think we about wrap it up now. Uh, no, that's it. Fuck it. How, how long have we been rolling? We're about it, two hours, man. It's oh, the, yeah, yeah. Yeah. So we good. We good, man. Uh, shout out to Jasmine, by the way. Um, I don't know what kind of events you got going on, but where is you at? You know, shout out to her. Uh, Figgy Fig at the Figgy Fig on all social media platforms. Um, quick side note, sidebar plug. I appeared on Paul Gallant's podcast. Yeah. Yes. He has a <laughs> podcast called Gallant Says. Um, I appeared. I, of course, rep for the brand. I wore my Gym to Juice shirt. <laughs> okay, okay. And I rep for the podcast. I, he sh- does... He f- shoot something on video but okay. i don't know how he does a video yet okay but he does have the podcast on all podcast uh platforms good show he's had fred a lot of people he worked with before fred davis brian straw he had josh beard on too so if you're a fan of sports radio 610 and what he did and just good sports takes in general check that out i'm on the newest episode i don't know when it releases but um you know check it out um so shout out to paul galan check out that show as well yeah. And anything else, what, man? When that episode drop? I don't know yet. Probably okay. next week. Okay. Probably next week. So yeah, stay tuned. Okay. And anything else, man? Anything else going to plug? Anything else going to shout out? No, Any? that's it. Shout out to the people that been listening, man. Yeah. Been rocking with us. Been getting a lot of good feedback. Yes. So um, please subscribe to the podcast. Um, leave us a comment. Give us five stars. Yes. We trying to. Uh, we working on some. We working on some things. So yes. Yes. Thank. Uh, thank. I can't thank you enough. Yes. We like I said, we the only black podcast. <laughs> we don't have any major um, company. Behind us, pushing us. Yes, we're so, truly independent. Not th- chance the rapper independent. Right, this is all us. We don't have a website or anything. Like I hate, I kind of this is how I know. I kind of hate that we have to use like SoundCloud and all this stuff. That makes it real though, man. No, it, it make it real, but like eventually they're gonna profit off of us while we not, you know, really getting anything. Yeah. I just I I I, I kind of got this independent mindset, like this rap, this independent real. Rapper independency. Yeah. Of actually, you know, printing up my own CDs and actually selling them instead of like going through a streaming site. Yeah. And they, and I'm just getting a fucking penny for fucking um, 20 streams or something. Yeah. Like, I, I Look, don't know. All this is temporary. Th- like I said, this, this is all we got. Yeah. We don't have anybody else pushing us. But y'all. Exactly. So, yes. Love please. y'all all. Yes. And, I mean, if y'all keep pushing the podcast, y'all loyal listeners, we'll get on a bigger platform and we'll have bigger and better things. Yeah, you we, know? we'll so, do more events outside yes. and stuff like that. Yes. So. so, we are a victim of circumstance a little bit. Yeah. You know, got to get in when we can. But, yeah, this is all temporary. If things go the way we want them to, we'll be on a much bigger platform in the future, not just doing a SoundCloud thing, but, you know, from now on, yeah. hey, fuck it, that shit's cheap, so. Yeah, yeah it's all good. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> so, yeah, again, shout out to Chat to Jasmine, shout out to Figgy. I am Ryan Rocket, and this is the Gems and Juice Podcast, man. Love y'all. Peace.